Hello and welcome to This Is Made On The Road. This is episode 11 from the studio bus that I live in. If you are new here, I am currently recording an album around Europe, meeting up with followers, meeting up with, with some of you guys that listen to this show to write and record an album which will become my debut album. And so far it's going, it's going really, really well. We're currently in Copenhagen and it's just... Honestly, we've just had the best weather. I am absolutely exhausted at the moment, so I would like to welcome to the show my good friend, co-host and producer, Isaac Tyler. I liked that intro. Was that a good one this week? Producer. Oh, (laughs) yeah. So, Isaac, you are producing the show. You are doing some research. You are going to be giving us some facts and figures as, as, as of last week. Do you know what those facts and figures are? On what? <laughs> Wait, what? They're on the iPad, all right? They're on the iPad. <laughs> um, so, Isaac, uh, last week you did it in two seconds. Oh. In one word, what are you? Me. Very nice. <laughs> Isaac is a songwriter. Uh, we met how long ago now? Four years? Five years? Six years? From birth? About 27 years ago. 27 years. No, it's cool. probably about, I want to say four I want to say if we met four years ago, but probably like it might have probably known each other three and a half. Maybe. We're 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 blood brothers now. That's all yeah, that matters. That's a- uh, <laughs> we um, we've been we've been writing for uh, uh, we we were trying to work this out yesterday about six to eight months roughly, like taking songwriting seriously properly as like writing. right. We have always wanted this to be a career. Let's make this happen. And as a team thing, like it's probably been yeah. about seven or eight months of like yeah. Right, I mean, we this write tour alone. Things together than we do alone. Let's just do this together. Yeah, exactly. And and this tour alone, we're nearly we're coming up to four the fourth month of being yeah. here. How absolutely crazy is that? And you've not been here on the whole of the tour. You've been here for not, no. six weeks this run, and then like a few. Uh, I mean, in England, you were there pretty much for the whole thing I, on and off. I was and, there for the whole UK, apart from the odd place. But then, like, yeah, what five and a half weeks? In your something time? like that. Something like that. And and obviously life gets in the way and you need to pay bills and whatever. So Isaac's been going home to to do another job on the side that's been helping fun to come and write and yeah. do all this exciting things that we've been doing. And safe to say, very exciting things have been happening, which we hope to give you a full podcast on everything and dedicate a whole episode to mm. exactly what's happened, exactly what we're doing and how we did it so that hopefully it can help some of you guys that want to do a very similar thing. So Isaac, welcome back to the podcast. Thank you for being a good co-host. A pleasure. As always. <laughs> what a lovely, civilised intro like, that was. Do you know what it is? It's because I've not had a sip of my beer yet. Wait. Last week, we finished a bottle of wine and it got leery. <laughs> and I've not started yet. Yeah, that was good wine though, wasn't it? It was bloody good was wine. Bad. They know how to do wine in Europe. Oh, they do. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> that, was the, that, was a, that was an eye roll I've not seen from you ever. Yeah, especially over, was, um, over alcohol and food and whatnot. <laughs> Last week, we mentioned on the podcast how many times we're going to say the word podcast. Uh, yeah, go on. <laughs> and we asked you guys, the listeners, to count how many times we've said podcast. Um, Sally Walker, you are an absolute legend because you got in touch yesterday and said, oh, by the way, I've listened to the podcast today on the way to, uh, I can't remember where she was going, but she was on the way to a festival. And she's counted 180 times that we said the word podcast. I mean, A, respect. Yeah. And B, that's all. I mean, I thought it was going to be... When apparently, I s- apparently 100 of them were you. No. Nah. Apparently. 
well, can imagine Sally sat on the bus on the way down to Guildford or wherever she was going with like a tally chart. To be fair though, I mean, 100 were me and 80 were you. That's, that's pretty much half. I love the way he's trying to justify this. Is like, like this is a bad thing in Look, life that you've said podcast too many times. All right, whatever. <laughs> but I, if I, if you'd have asked me, I probably would have said we might say it like forty times. Well, how many times have we said it already on this podcast? Um, well, there's another one. Get your tally chart. Yeah, out. exactly. Yeah, <laughs> Isaac, what's been happening this last week since since uh, since last week? <laughs> what since last week? Since last week, what happened last week? As in seven days. Sorry, last Actually, week. Ah, yes, this, of course. This last seven days this last seven since days, last which... said podcast, since you put the image of Daniel Craig and you getting out of the sea AKA in week. Croatia. Um, cool stuff. I'm not sure how... Again, like last week, I'm not sure how much... I don't want to be one of them guys who's like, when people are doing something, you're like, ooh, we can't say much about this, because I hate when people do that, but I don't know how much we can really talk about what we've been doing with certain things, but it's been a very exciting and productive week we can put it that way yeah i literally crashed really hard about two hours ago yeah um and and we're we're basically not one the bus thing... by the way <laughs> <laughs> oh, that did sound bad actually <laughs> listening back in my head um basically we're trying to expand the team at made on the road and because there's no funds um basically in made on the road at all whilst we're starting the songwriting thing it's basically trying to build this passion project team of people that believe in what we're doing and we're just absolutely over the moon over the moon that people are reaching out yeah and we've had some really exciting conversations that's hopefully going to take a bit of weight off us so that we can go back on the songwriting which is the stuff that we're good at let's say yeah and then hopefully that'll bring in some revenue and we can build the team even quicker and I f- faster and i feel as if as well they're like this conversation you have when like either you musicians or a business whatever that are just conversations mm-hmm. but they're genuine conversations that i think me and you both feel are like these aren't just like people we've talked to it's like yeah cool we'd love to get involved it's like people are seriously in like see what we're trying to do and and they're proper conversations that I think are going to lead to stuff. Yeah, absolutely. And obviously, people expect we can't just start talking about all that now. Not until it's but they're, they're, they're good conversations that I think are going to progress what we're doing and what Made on the Road is. Mm-hmm. Um, exciting times, man. Exciting times. Also, I just want to quickly add, we are using a... Di- because there's uh, there's actually three of us that are here right now. Oh, that disclaimer, was lovely. Disclaimer, disclaimer. Have thought about renting segues out? Because that was a fantastic one, my friend. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, what I was going to say is this microphone that we, I've currently got on Isaac hasn't got a very good shield in front of it, so you are hearing some pops and S's and P's and T's and all sorts. So I do apologise a little bit for that, but we wanted to give we wanted to give the shiny microphone to this week's guest. Drum roll, please. Who has? Come on, get this drum roll going. He has just hit one hundred thousand streams on his latest single. My legs hurting and my arms are hurting really bad. Let's stop this. This is ridiculous. Uh, he's just hit 100,000 streams on his new single. He's actually from pretty much where I'm from in the whole Lincolnshire kind of area. But it, uh, he's from Retford and it's about half an hour away from where I am originally from in Lincoln. We met on a gig about four years ago and I would love to introduce Lewis Kenner to the podcast. Hello, how are we doing? I'm All good, right. mate. Welcome. All right. <laughs> it's so good to have you here. No, mate. Lewis, Lewis arrived in Copenhagen yesterday to record um, some music, let's say. I don't know what I'm allowed to say, so I'm going to stay cautious with that. Yeah, you know, I've not even thought about that. Uh, say what you want, mate. Really. You're, you're an artist. People know you're going to be recording new music. Yeah, I'm just recording some music. Don't it's ask a, questions. And it's <laughs> <laughs> Stop asking questions, Joe. It. It's, it's coming out this year. You'll just hear it. Just give facts. Just, uh... Don't give questions. <laughs> 
Um, yeah, we've been recording today. It's it's gone really well, actually. Really, yeah, really flipping well. It's gone quicker than I thought it was. But do you want to explain who you are, what you do, where you came from, uh, your nan's maiden name, anything like that? What time limit are we going for? Because I, 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 oh. I, I could do like 20 minutes. I could do like... Not 10 short. seconds. Let's go 30 seconds. 30 seconds. Which is longer than you think. Do you know what? Yeah, no, No time limit. Easy. You okay. do what you like. Right. Producer has spoken. Which one? Which one? Okay, so Lewis Kyler, 24 years old. I'm from Retford, mm-hmm. Nottinghamshire. Middle of nowhere. Close to lots of cities, but not a lot going on there. It's lovely, but it uh, is what it is. It's one of them. <laughs> And, Very uh, polite, it's one of them. <laughs> and uh, yeah, singer, songwriter, uh, musician, played guitar since I was five, started singing at 18. Um, and yeah, just been uh, just plodding away, trying to get as much stuff done as possible and do some cool stuff and make this uh, a career. And it's uh, it's worked for fair for, for a bit of time. So yeah, it's a uh, wicked man. We, we... That's, that's the most vague thing ever. Like, to well, be no, it's not. I think that you got. <clears throat> That's the perfect. You said exactly what yeah, you're doing. Yeah, you summed up exactly what you're doing. Man. And I want to hear more on when you say career, like you are a musician pretty much full time. You've got mm-hmm. a little job on the side, but like you're pretty much full time musician. What yeah. does career currently look like for you? What are you doing that that you, you're classing as a career making? So I'm, I just I I make my living mostly through music. Mm-hmm. So it, it's it's not like I, I'm touring around the UK selling out shows, but I'm still playing. Uh, gigs around and about. And are those and, support uh, slots? Are those headline s- slots? Some, no, I've done I've done one or two headline slots, but then a lot of it's just it's just supporting other people yeah. and uh, gigs for pubs, clubs, getting there. Yeah, and you're doing weddings doing and stuff rounds. on the side as well. You're doing oh, yeah, like do bits a few, of functions. Yeah. Functions probably a better way. It's like birthdays or whatever. Yeah, I'll do a few weddings. Bar mitzvahs uh, here and there. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Christenings. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's... Uh, yeah, it's good. Good fun. I'd, I've not done. I think I maybe have done like ten weddings ever mm-hmm. in the past like five years. So um, I've got a few coming up this this year, and it's just usually lots of people that I know. Yeah. So it's it's nice to be there and enjoy the day, and be able to. Yeah, if you're gonna be someone, you might as well do some work while you're there. So, <laughs> so yeah, just do some songs, play some stuff for them, and uh, have a nice time with them. Wicked. And yeah. you've released. Um, you've you've got one song out that's publicly available at the minute. That's right. And um, what's it called? <laughs> it's called "You Make Me Feel." You make me feel. It's and, available. Uh, how many streams is it on, Lewis? Uh, Drop it like it's hot. <laughs> oh, I don't know. Maybe a hundred thousand. Hundred thousand. Casual. That is strong. Now you know what. Friend. Like I, I'll tell you what. When I released this song, I was like, by the end of the year. It would be my dream to hit ten thousand streams, mm. and in like the first maybe the month, I think it hit ten thousand. I was like, "This isn't real, this man." Is not, it's mm. been out for four months now, right? Yeah, that's crazy. Man. Yeah. Four months. Four months. That's twenty-five thousand streams a month. That's and almost a thousand streams a day. Yeah, it's crazy, man. It's 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 been yeah. It was it's really strange because I don't even know how to word it, but it was when you aim for something like that and then you smash it in the first couple of weeks. Mm. And they're not the hugest numbers, like ten thousand streams. For me, it was because it's the first. first I never had a song go to ten thousand streams or anything like that. So it was, uh, yeah, it was pretty mind blowing to see it hit past the, through that, and then twenty thousand, and thirty thousand, mm. and then forty thousand, and then it jumped past like fifty and went to sixty, and then I was like, what's going on? And like, yeah, and it, it was only a matter of time before it hit hundred k, and it was just. But what's nuts yeah, as crazy. creators is that. You know, you, you say it's not a massive amount of numbers, but ten thousand streams, yeah, man. it's just nuts. But that's that's the frustrating. Not hundred thousand, not ten. But as in, as in, like the target was ten thousand. Oh, sorry, yeah. And that's, that was saying, the dream. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And the frustrating thing is, is that 
people just see it as numbers when it's people, isn't it? It's like, real yeah. people. That's 10,000. What did that amount of people, people in a room or a stadium? Yeah, mate, that's always the one, isn't it? Could you yeah. imagine, Put them in you a imagine room? having 100,000 people in a room playing that one song to them? How many what, thousand they, people is Wembley? Uh, 60, 80? I think 88 is cap. 88 is cap. So you've already done a Wembley in terms of your yeah. streams in four months. Yeah, a lot of them are repeat listeners and stuff like that. So there's, Don't there's, say that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but there's people that listen like, to more than once. That's, that's great. Like If you like the song, play it more than once. Well, that's what you want. Yeah, exactly. you want. So I'd like... It, it would, I think it would hit me more if I had... 100,000 streams and 100,000 listeners because mm. I think everyone's listened once and then left yeah. it's so nice to see that people, people coming back. come back to it and they've put it in their playlists and yeah. mm. if you want to check it out it's on Spotify my name's Lewis Canning <laughs> go have a look and yeah, yeah chuck it in your playlist because it, it helps out more than you reckon it so. is actually crazy how much interaction between people listening to it adding it to playlists following you on, as a, like a profile following you on stuff like that yeah. really helps I know that people don't like speak about much stuff like that I know when I speak to people they usually don't give me a lot of information back but I'll just say one thing and that engagement on Spotify is is the way to go if you've got a good engagement you'll get good numbers and Mm. you'll get into like New Music Friday playlists because it's all based even Spotify now is an algorithm it's yeah there's no one there clicking buttons it's a machine yeah exactly so if you guys are out there and you want to help your favourite musicians Lewis now included into your favourite musicians list (laughs) (laughs) then then do 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 those kind of things so I'm really interested in that you have released music before Mm -hmm. so we were talking earlier that you have one yeah. song out, which sounds like you've only released one, but you have released previous stuff, right? Yeah, oh yeah, I'm not, I, I didn't start music in five years ago and then just released one song. Although some people do, that's fine. Yeah, some but, people uh, take a long time to get there. But, uh, yeah, I released uh, two EPs before this. Yeah. And uh, I recorded it. I did this, do you want me to start from day one? Yeah, go on. Go on. Left school, my mum sent me, showed me the local paper and said there was a, a music and business course going on. I was like, I've just left school. Like, I think I'm just going to crack on and just do music. Mm-hmm. I went to the open day with my dad. It was like a 8pm meeting sort of thing. So I went there and was like, yeah, it sounds kind of cool. Okay, So I went busking in Lincoln the day before the first class and I overslept and missed the train home and my dad texted me saying, you're going to be so good, you missed this. And I was like, it's just like school, come on. And I didn't hugely enjoy lessons at school. didn't really take much in. And uh, I was like, right, I'll go to the next week and see what it is. But Saturday, middle of the day, when all my friends are on the breaks and stuff and chilling out so I was like you know what I'll sacrifice that one day and I'll, I'll have a check it out and uh, yeah, I went across honestly best thing I ever did in my life really? A thousand percent genuinely really really cool I learned so much from that the business side of it the the like the the, the data how to read it and mm-hmm. like how to manipulate it not manipulate but read it and also respond to that and so so cool so I got that and from that we, we did all that course it was about uh, 12 weeks 16 weeks I can't remember which one it was but yeah every single class was amazing um, learnt so much each time and then at the end of it they surprised and said you've got some studio time I was like no way we got three days free studio time with this, wow with, from, which as a new artist is a big deal yeah and there was, there's, I think there were like five six people in this class they were, I think they expected more people to use it and unfortunately no one actually not a lot of people went to it and it's gutting because it's amazing so if you get to go to it it's mm. called uh, I think it was just called Music Business Thing. Oh, I can't remember what it's called but give it a Google you'll find it mm-hmm. really really good so get along to it but yes we've got some studio time with that yeah recorded the first EP um, so you recorded the whole EP in three days yeah wow yeah so because it was just acoustic guitar and vocals because I didn't okay. I, I wanted someone to be able to produce around it and it was it, when I got there. It was it was the uh, it was record the guitar vocals and let's see what we can add after that. 
did some stuff and this was very early on this was like the first six months of me trying to sing mm-hmm. like, teaching myself how to sing uh, released that EP and uh, tried to build a following on Twitter and Facebook and stuff that did fairly well it got to like the top 11 or 12 in the singer-songwriter charts on iTunes yep uh, so yeah that was amazing that was a really cool experience that's when Spotify wasn't really a thing uh, and then what was the thing at that point was it like iTunes iTunes yeah iTunes was just this the leader this was 2015 and, and SoundCloud I assume as well 2014 um, or was that already starting SoundCloud to die was, off? yeah it was tailing off then yeah. oh really already and then uh, a year later I was like I'll keep the traction on this I'll release another EP I rushed some songs. I finished one in the studio, actually. Mm-hmm. Like, I told them I finished it. I got four songs, and I literally got them. I was like, I need a verse. I wrote it down straight away. I was like, <laughs> I think I was being uh, way too naive about it and just treating it like, hey, I can just do this, and it's easy. It's mm-hmm. just, it, it's not. Please know that it's not an easy <laughs> job. You can't just bash out a song, and it's amazing. Some people can, but... Um, well, we always say that writing as many songs as you can, that's the only reason you get to a it. certain level. And uh, so yeah, I released that one, and again that one that one didn't do as well as the first one, but it was still only like twelve or thirteen, so it was only a place behind the other one yeah. on the the iTunes chart. So that was amazing, that feeling of, of climbing through the charts and having friends, family, fans buying all your music and and supporting you. And it's like that's that that day when you release music is just honestly the dopamine and going through you is just amazing. Uh, and then yeah, from that I did all that, and then I. I didn't take a break, but I just didn't release music and I wasn't very present online. I was just doing a lot of, uh, is is this the music I want to be releasing? And the short answer was no. Mm-hmm. Um, I wanted a bit more production on it. I wanted to, and I'd grown by that point as well. I'd had time to sort of settle into what I'm doing. When you say grown, do you mean as a writer or do you mean as uh, bit, an artist? Uh, I'd say a bit of both. Yeah. Um, and as a person as well. I know that sounds quite vague. And, I didn't, and in height, surely. Hmm? You said, he said and, his, and in height but he did it with such <laughs> yeah. a straight face that I actually like, looked at him as if went, to be like I thought he said and have in just, art have like, you just made a point here Isaac <laughs> <laughs> but there's so much growth in that and, as, and it was just like okay it's time for a clean slate yeah. I don't want to be uh, I don't want people to listen to the new the new track and then go back to the other stuff and think oh he's got loads of other songs like this because I just didn't so it was like Lewis kind of two point oh. Yes, yeah, so it was. It was like it was just a clean, uh, a clean slate. So it was how had they done online? Like had they done really well because the, the tracks? Yeah, because you, you stream wise or stream wise like interest because you you had a good following when you were when you were starting out. Yeah, like honestly, Twitter, I, mate. I, you yeah, were my Twitter followers. I, do you know what? If you look at my Twitter now, I think I've got five thousand followers. Um, but I had twelve thousand at one point. Which back like six years ago. It's not like everyone's unfollowed me. I did good. get um I I bought this thing where you could cull um bot followers. Because right. there'd be days where this is when Twitter was a big thing yeah. and that people would just follow you all the time. And then with that comes lots of bot followers. Right. As people know if you get a bit of a following. And uh so I culled all them and it turned out to be like half. Wow. Yeah, and it was just like wow. Oh, so that's you bought crazy. a thing that actually kicked off all the bot yeah, followers. Yeah, yeah. Fair so, play, man. A lot yeah, of people won't do that. Well because yeah, I, I was talking out. to uh, people at Twitter saying am I going to get because I was a bit naive at that point I was like I, if I'm going to get verified on Twitter because that was an aim for one of my, one of my years I was like God, I want to try and s- sort this out and get verified and that would be really cool um, if I have bot followers is that going to blacklist me or is that going to be a thing and uh, I was like you know what I'll call it first mm-hmm. and then talk to them about it and then yeah a few months later it happened and it's it's a cool thing but it's not so how did that translate then to your your streams like were were they 
had they done really well and taken them down was just purely an artistic thing or was it like they also hadn't done very bad so from a label point of view at, um, at the time I don't think I don't think many people were looking at streams if they were maybe I was just in the wrong space <laughs> and I was looking at the wrong thing but um, yeah I think when I took them down the 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 one that had the most streams was on like 9.7k mm-hmm. so so fact, just like so you before you released the track you've got now you took off yeah Spotify, took them all your, down your previous eps oh no actually no it's the way around i released this song mm. and then took the other ones down okay um i seem to remember yeah and uh yeah just because i didn't want people to listen to that song going back to what i'd released and not seeing the date and it was seen four years ago when yeah. i just started out and it was i'm thinking that was you now yeah and I, I, when you want it did its job but it was very, like cool yeah. that's always going to be your songs your music yeah. they'll always be special to you but let's exactly. not have them out in the and world. if you want the songs, I'll send them to you. I'm not yeah, bothered, but I'm, yeah, I just, yeah. I, it's just not going to be. You up don't there. them there right next. I think they're I still. On, they might still be on iTunes if you want to have a look, but um, they're not on Spotify anymore. But yeah, I was just very conscious, and I'm always very conscious about um, uh, the bigger picture. Mm-hmm. If anything were to happen, I just want it to always be perfect. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So it's yeah, and that's that's a. It's not a great thing to have as well. It's kind of like OCD because you always double double thinking and like just checking everything and like making sure okay that's cool now but in like a year am I going to regret doing that okay think? I hear you and it, I think it's a really interesting thing for us to to kind of begin the topic of what we want to talk about this week which is the relationship between artist and audience and how how whether or not sort of like when you're creating as an artist or creator are you thinking of the audience and vice versa? Are the audience thinking of you as a creator and all these things that go on behind the scenes? And I think when you're like really in, like sucked into your little world of like, okay, I want to get verified on Twitter and I want to, I want to get this amount of, I want to hit 10,000 uh, streams on my new single. Like it can become quite a dangerous place, I think for yeah. you as a creator, because then everything's about numbers. Everything's about, yeah, that's the most it's a whirlwind. Thing, when it's numbers like that, you're not thinking about, anything else but for me at the same time it was it was kind of numbers thing but it was also mini goals yeah. like if you set yourself a goal i know that i'll work hard to get that and as soon as i've got it i think okay i'll smash that okay i'll do another one and you just you it's like that that sharing thing jumpers for goalposts mm. and you just keep widening the thing it's like I, I need a goal to set my mind mm-hmm. onto because if i don't i know that i'll just be lazy with it so i well, need to set myself a goal sorry no, one one thing I'd add to that, like as an observation, like personally, is I'm pretty sure when we first when we first met, actually, was the last time we met. Yeah, yeah. which would have been Leeds five months ago. March, no, yeah. longer. Start no, March. no, no. It, it was, I just released the song. It was the start so you, of this tour. So you was, just released, yeah, yeah. March. Yeah, yeah, yeah March. Um, so that was March. So you, I mean, I don't know if you probably won't know exactly how many numbers you had on Spotify at that time. But it wasn't a hundred thousand. Oh, no, 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 but no. then, not that I'd even thought that. Like, oh, like, but you've come out now to Copenhagen. You're the exact same person who I met in Leeds, and you're like, right, that's cool. But next song, mm-hmm. what are we doing? Like, I need to work on the next thing, yeah. and that clearly comes through of like goals of like, yeah, that's cool. I'm getting hundred thousand streams, but what am I releasing next? What am I doing? And that's cool because people could get very easily caught up. Yeah, and I like it's, it's straight away. It's obviously like, yeah, that's cool, but I need to 
follow up with that. Like, yeah, <laughs> the next one needs to be yeah. bigger and better, and you need That's to. Move you're not kind of bathing in it and kind of going. Yeah, yeah. Going you're actually seeing it as like your door is open now. Yeah. So then yeah, you, the ball started rolling. It's like right, well, I'll get go on it now. Yeah, yeah, someone's opened the door a little bit now, and it's like right, I need yeah. to open that door a bit more. And I need, yeah. can you imagine if someone just, if they hit a hundred thousand thought, okay, I've made it. Yeah, I've made yeah. yeah. I think people do though. People, I do that's a day. Really yeah, man. people do, think, man. If you think about it, like people work really hard or don't work really hard and end up with some kind of successful figure and then just assume everything's going to happen. And then what they don't think about is they're like, okay, I need to actually keep this up. What is next? What am I following this up with? People yeah. are here now listening to my single. They're going to yeah, get bored. They've got to do more. What's, yeah, where's the next single coming Another from? Another dangerous yeah. thing is like, I think we're all similar. We've grown up in like small towns and small areas. Yeah. You have any, like we were chatting about this and like you've got your numbers on Spotify or whatever. Like you can very easily get, inf- not inflated, like ego wise, but You've got 100,000 streams on Spotify, right, on the track. You go home, you go to your local pub, whatever. People are going to know about that. It's very easy to get comfortable because that's so abnormal to people in your hometown. But like, yo, yeah. bro, man. like. But I think it's so easy because, I don't know, I don't know if it's about anyone else, but I'm very, I'm the first one to shut myself down because mm. living with three brothers, having a twin brother and two older brothers, <clears> if you say something's cool... As a joke, they're gonna bash you down. Yeah, they, they yeah, have, yeah. You're carbon. They bash you enough so you're a diamond, and it's mm-hmm. so nice. Because, but it's good you've got that because it'd be very easy to, especially that kind of small town thing. Like you can be, a lot of people are very comfortable being a big fish in a small pond, and there's nothing wrong with that. But that will only get you so far, and that can yeah. be very good for the ego for a while. But it's not actually healthy, and it's cool. Like it's obvious that you've not been, you've not bought into that, and you're like, yep, yeah, that's cool, but I'm cracking on like yeah. that nice out. That, I'm, not even I'm working on that. a new just, track I think it's just how I've been brought up and stuff so. and also a thing that comes yeah. with that is just work ethic like you are aware of what's happening behind the scenes it's not like you're just creating putting it out and then hoping for the best like you are aware of numbers you're tracking them every day you're knowing where those numbers are coming from you know which playlists are working for you you know that oh this song is working well in a sad songs playlist so I should push that more than trying to get it into a happy summertime playlist yeah. <laughs> and I think it's important for people it's important for people to work out and, and not work out but just keep in touch with the admin side the boring stuff the stuff that once and it sung's out there you've got to sit there for a month that's, and slog through it to get it out that's my favourite thing I love data I love it when my Facebook page was growing when I first mm. started Facebook page I was reading like the data who's liking me what cities everything yeah. I, and I don't get anything that I can really use from that Yeah, but I loved seeing it and reading it and I don't know that, that sort of um and that's always made me want to dive a bit deeper and think, okay, what's what's next? Okay, so we, it's worked now, but what's the next thing? What's where's the next thing going to go? And are you at a stage now where you're looking <coughs> at that data and, and trying to work out how it's useful to you as an artist now? So yeah, although you were seeing the cities, like, oh great, loads of people are listening to me in Manchester. Are you rather than just seeing like, oh that's cool? Are you now seeing it ways like, okay, well there's a potential gig there if I nurture that. Well, that's audience. the thing. Like this is very difficult to to work out because. Most of the people that listen on Spotify, from me anyway, are from the States. Mm-hmm. So I've got 14,500 monthly listeners at the moment on Spotify. Yeah. And 10,500 are from the States. 700 wow. from the UK. So this Spotify isn't pushing me able to be able to to do a bunch of shows. But that's not, that, that's not their fault. But that's it's my just fault, being aware but, of uh, it. Yeah, yeah. It's just... Um, I think so, yeah. If I saw the numbers go up, and like the cool thing about Spotify is when you announce a gig, if you announce a gig round, so if I said, if you were back at home and I mm-hmm. said, I've got a gig in Lincoln and you follow me on Spotify, 
it would tell me how many listeners yeah. in Lincoln I've got and it would push the gig to those people. Mm. Which is sick. That, how helpful is that? Yeah. Like, that's that's having a mailing list. Like, like Spotify have thought about that from the artist point of view. That's that's how it feels. It feels like they're thinking about... From the artist point of view, but also from the, the listener as well. They listen to it and think, oh, I'd love to see that guy. Yeah, like, cool. I can't, yeah, I can't so, yeah. find a gig anywhere. Yeah, cool. like, yeah. like, you get an email saying, oh, he's oh, playing by the, way. by the way. Yeah. Could you, yeah, so it's... No, it's very helpful. I quite like it. I, I think like this leads it. us on really... Really perfectly to our next section of the show. So every week we do this section, the triple T section. Can I just add something? Oh, I know what you're going to say, I think. I need a wee. Oh, that's not what you thought you were going to say. Go on then. Is it going to be terrible? Yeah, let me podcast. just turn your microphone up so yeah. everyone can hear you. Could you turn on the microphone? Yes, down, happens. <laughs> In fact, do you want to take the microphone with you? Um, yeah, sure. I'll, uh... Please don't. <laughs> I'm, I'm, the only one. No, I'm, the only one. I'm the only one with could headphones in. It would be the weirdest the thing. thing. I don't think like... I, we could ever live together the same way ever again. <laughs> the best thing is like last week when you put on um, the voice note from Georgia because you're wearing ears for the podcast. Oh, for yeah. about 10, 12 seconds, nothing was coming out of the laptop. And I'm like going to George, like making hand gestures. And I can tell in his eyes, he's going, would you stop being a prat and just let people <laughs> listen to it? I'm like... He's like, oh, it's not coming out, is it? I'm like, yeah, you've just listened to the voice note by yourself. No thing. And I didn't even cut it out of the podcast at the end because I was like, oh, that's great, it happened. Right. I'm going to go for a wee. All right, and see you in three. And you introduce the three T's. I will do the three T's. Three T's, it's time to talk section, which, um, Isaac, time to next week, you need to make sure you produce the, all those little trigger, like, time to talk, all those things. We said we were going to have these this week, but... Me? Yeah. You're a top producer. Oh, mate, you've taken a job. Goodbye. <laughs> Goodbye. <laughs> and that's the last we ever saw of him. Ever again. So this week's time to talk. We really want to talk about, we, we kind of touched on it last week, but we want to talk about the the connection between artist and con- like audience and consumer. And as creatives, when we're putting stuff out on Instagram, on Facebook, on, on Spotify and every. Oh my days, we can actually hear I can that, actually hear that I think everyone on this podcast can actually hear you. Isaac, I, Isaac, we know what you're doing. Really quiet, Lippy. <laughs> what? Yeah. yeah. I can hear it in my, in my actual headphones. Oh, really? I thought you meant you could just hear him. Wait. No, I can hear him in my actual headphones. The mics are loud and clear. So basically, we want, to, we want to talk. <laughs> they are great mics. Um, thank you, Aston Microphones. There's the advert. Gifted. There hashtag. We <laughs> um, we uh, on Instagram and and when we're posting songs out, how much are we aware of what goes on on the other side of the fence? So when you're creating songs, Lewis, and when you're creating songs, Isaac, and yeah, when hello. we're creating songs, he's back, he's nice, nice entry. <laughs> Quick. We, are, we, are we aware as creatives of what other people are seeing and hearing and, and taking in from their side of the fence and vice versa? Are they thinking about everything that goes into every YouTube video that we make here on the bus and every song that we make as artists and all those kind of things? So I'm going to open up the, the discussion. I'm going to start it off with a couple of comments, actually, because as creatives, we need to do the boring stuff as well. We can't just do the fun writing songs, creative stuff. And off the back of that, we find sometimes find ourselves with a hard balance of being motivated i guess to do the boring stuff right we've all had those days where we sit and we procrastinate we don't do anything and really we've got like 20 things on the list that we should be ticking off we need to email such and such we need to post our songs to bbc introducing or as artists we need to organize the next workshop that's going to happen or if you're a yoga instructor but like who's turning up this week all those kind of boring things and i actually posted a post about this on instagram and got a couple of interesting comments actually so the first one's from burstamo where they start off by just saying like they really like this whole observation that this is a thing and 
At the end of their comment, they say the boring tasks are usually the ones that get you further, so it's worth investing the time. Have you boys got any... I mean, I fully support that. But how many artists out there do you think... And I'm not saying artists just musically here. I'm talking <coughs> creatives in general. Um, how many people actually see the admin as being creative? Um, Quite an open question. I sorry. don't think a lot of people do. No. No. Because if... Because ad admin isn't creative, it. is it? No, but it's, it's part of the It's a part process. of You've it, got yeah, to do but it. it's not creative. You've got to send the emails, you've got to do the stuff. And like admin's anything to do with, in my head, is anything that's non-creative of the creative job. Mm -hmm. You've got to do that. Yeah, yeah, if yeah. you don't, then you're just going to be doing the creative stuff and great, but no one's going to see it. Yeah. <laughs> Tal totally talent only gets you so far, right? Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, Jedward had a career, right? And they weren't riding off that much talent. I'm just saying it. I'm just putting it out there. Oh man, shots fired. You're going to have yeah, like, but, you know, some distracts going on YouTube. I don't right? know what statistics we've got on how many emails they sent, but. Uh, well, I yeah, okay, fair enough. Yeah, but no, well, we're not bashing anyone. I, do you know what? I actually quite like Jed, but I'm going to put it out there. I think they're too. You can very, do a good Jed, but people, I think they're very nice. We're not. I'm not but doing they my Irish singing. accent on this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> but like, there's. What I always think in the industry, there's room for everyone. Yeah, like of course, side, there's yeah. room for everyone. But when people say there's a gap in the market. It's like, the no, entertainment they just, industry. They made themselves fit. Yeah, there's room <laughs> for everyone. But yeah, the admin side, like, yeah, it needs I don't to be know. done. Yeah, exactly. So you've got to do it. And if someone says it's not work, it's like, well, if I don't do it, then I can't do more of the creative stuff. You've exactly. Got to crack on nobody's going to hear what you do, and nobody's going to. And Adam Ivy, who is a great guy. Sorry, I should say, Burst Demo are a, a great company that help with music marketing. Um, they put videos and they put podcasts out helping musicians on finding the best information on how to put their music out there where best to do it how to do it and they're a really great company so check them out on Instagram is probably my favourite place to follow them but they do have YouTube and podcasts as well um, Adam Ivy is a sort of like business music producer marketing specialist as well he's got 120,000 followers on YouTube and he's the founder of Market Your Music he's based in Orlando, Florida which I'm very jealous of because there's just <laughs> pure heat um, he, muggy he, though it's muggy sticky mm, mm. never been but there. I would not mm. complain in the slightest I if would. I was there uh, he, <laughs> Adam left a comment and he said uh, I actually loved his comment it said creating is the music the admin work is the career if you want a career as a creator the only way to make that happen is through the behind the scenes admin work fun stuff brings fulfilment all the rest of it brings the income Mm. Those who embrace the boring tasks, those who embrace the boring tasks, outperform those who avoid them. I've actually got a great thing to say about that. Add it. So this might seem like I'm a, a, a bit out of touch, maybe, but um, I think if you don't do the admin, that's when things go to people's heads. You see people get signed mm. too early. They don't do the, the rubbish gigs. Yeah. Playing to a man and his dog. I've done so many <laughs> ferrets and dogs. Apparently, was the one you were. Oh, that's a story. That's a story for later on. Yeah, I've got some stories, but <laughs> um, stick around. <laughs> and um, no, if you like, I've I've seen uh, quite a few people who have have not done the admin side of stuff, um, got picked up by management or or label and stuff. And and I don't want to be rude or anything, but it's a uh, you can see it go to them a bit. Mm -hmm. And if you don't, if you've not done the hard slog of of the emails that add just the whole admin stuff of you've not done your own album art or something like that that's mm. that's part of the grind if you literally just walk into the studio record a track and then you get told your track's out in four weeks oh cool that's great like you need to know what goes into it if that was me yeah. and someone came up to me now and said okay you're going to sign to this label we're going to do this I, I don't want to not know everything that's going on Yeah, you need to tell me what's going on all the time and I think that's why people can get a bit well we were saying literally this week that 
it's the difference between people that are successful and not. It's like we've spent, uh, we scheduled a whole day on Wednesday to just working out where the hell Instagram is at the minute. Yeah. Trying to work out where the algorithms are, like working out who's being successful, what are they doing that's different to us. And a lot of the time, it's not necessarily because people are doing things differently to you. It's just they're doing it maybe mm. more. And that's the difference between sort of like, I mean, we post a lot of stuff on our, our socials. And by we, I mean, me and Isaac and Made on the Road, everything that's going on here with a tour. We post a lot and we just haven't hit the algorithm. And I think part of that is just a lot of potluck. But what a lot of musicians and that don't do is put that graft in to do the research, like make sure you're using the right hashtags. Like how many people out there that use Instagram know how many hashtags you can use as a maximum? 30. 30. I didn't know that. I never hashtag. So. Yeah. Well, there we go. Like it's it's not because you're not doing the work. Sorry, I baited, no, no, I baited no, no, you no, out there accidentally. No, no, no. I, I don't, uh, I don't Lewis, it's been great having you, mate. Oh, yeah, you don't uh, use it, your I Twitter and I do, Facebook. I use and, Instagram stories. I just, uh, I, I keep the feed for just other stuff like uh, releases and stuff. Yeah. But I do want to say before, I don't want to offend anyone about saying that if people don't do admin it gets them like no, but dickheaded but just like, there's while, exceptions but like I that's just the the most common thing I found while we're yeah. on that I'll add to that really quickly um, I've had a learning curve because I was that guy like I I, around, I don't think it ever I've one thing I've quite like to pride myself I don't feel like I have a big head like I I, I don't want to be an arrogant person I don't feel like I am you might disagree but hopefully not I'm not saying anything, Silence. Mate. I'm not saying I, I feel like I, I, I quite like. I, I, I'd like to think I'm not an arrogant person. Yeah. Like I've You're got, very real and down to earth, mate. Yeah, but the man. one thing I had was I got all that done for me uh, early on, and it's been a learning curve for me to deal with the admin side of stuff and learn. And George is someone that's like taught me, and I'm learning still. Do you know Did what I mean? Like I've changed your perspective of stuff. Or? Yeah, um, not perspective because I always knew the work was there. But it's just not that's, like that's, yeah. That's what that's. I think I worded it badly, but yeah. But no, it. I totally get what you mean because I'd because you know I thinking had, some fairies doing it. Yeah, it I always knew yeah, yeah. it just works. I always it? knew people were doing it. It just wasn't me yeah, <laughs> who was doing no, it. Like yeah. I'd have input on the artwork in the sense of like I like that and I like that. But then they didn't actually have to put the work in. So before I knew it, the song's recorded, it's out, bloody blah, blah, and I'm actually really glad I've been able to go back on that yeah. and go actually. Like for all intents and purposes, I'm enjoying being a part of it yeah. more, and it's still a learning curve. I mean, I'm still learning, I'm still making mistakes with it, and and but it's an interesting point you raise, and I think you're not wrong at all. You need like I've put the graph side, I've put into the writing and the gigging, but the admin side, I didn't have to do. Mm. So I found myself having like a bit of an imbalance to like the gigs and the work I was doing. But then I was like, hang on. I, like I've never had to do the email side of stuff, and it, yeah. but it's a it's a it's a really good learning curve, and yeah, I think you need it. Well, that's you the thing, definitely like, need my, it. My dad helps me out with all that stuff, mm. so he he's very involved with my releasing. Thing. Like we set up a, a label and a management company, signed me to both those things. Yeah, and um, he dealt with all the releases and stuff. So I've actually never, until my next release, have dealt with the distributor myself. Mm. Yeah, yeah. But I had to do the artwork. I had to do all that other stuff. So, mm. but, so, but I've never actually dealt with the admin of having to have a problem with the distributor. I'd be like, oh, mm. my dad saw that. It's fine. Mm. But I, and I, like, I, I never. So have I've, I must until have a bit now. of it. And like, it's I, I'd never have to deal with that and have that stress because if my if I've ever had a problem, my dad's always been able to sort it. Mm. Yeah, that's that's the dad's there, isn't it? The thing I find most, <laughs> the thing I find most interesting about it all as well is there is no right way to do it. You know, I'm trying to help Isaac like setting him up and get him integrated into Made on the Road so that we can. I guess together just like the two, two heads are always better than one and the things Sorry. that we're talking about like I don't know if they're the right things to do like 
I can teach Isaac how I would do an Instagram post, but like this week, some algorithms changed on Instagram and my posts are not getting seen by anybody. Mm. Um, we need to work that out as to where enough, and, and we might never work it out. It it's might just be that two weeks' it, time, it just suddenly starts popping again and we don't know. But the thing is, it's constantly being on it enough that if something, if there was some news out there about what algorithms <clears throat> are doing well, that we would be in with a good chance of finding it because yeah. we're out there putting the hours in to, to find it. And What's think, annoying is like, because I knew Instagram was like, um, oh, po- post once or twice a day and mm. put your stories up and we'll push you. Which now they might have just done the complete opposite. It's like if I post, know, it's like yeah. I d- I've not posted in four months, mm. and then maybe it's like oh, if you don't post a lot, but you'll get pushed. So if I post a picture and it get, does well, then oh, the algorithm's in my favour because I never post. Yeah, maybe it's just frustrating having to to every six months have to work out. Oh, for God's sake, I've just got used to doing this. Now I've got to relearn the algorithm. It's, just mm. it's tough. We were man. saying this week we don't want this podcast to just constantly every week be about social media. It's just that's what we're smashing <laughs> yeah, at the minute. That's just yeah. the world that we're and I in. I think at like one one thing to take away, like you're saying, like you don't know everything. You're kind of giving me advice on the admin side of stuff. There's certain things that are given though. So like, I like Instagram and social media as closely as we work with that, and I help with the made on the road side of it. Yeah, my Instagram and your Instagram are very different things. Yeah, completely. even though like I post the kind of the like images that look cool and stuff like my instagram and your instagram are two different things because we're two different people mm-hmm. and i feel like that's cool because your personality can come across whereas there's no right or wrong answer with emails the right answer is just do the goddamn emails. Dude, yeah like there's no right or wrong and that's yeah, yeah. one thing like i've always known but then being around you with your work ethic if you just slog it and be like no do you know what don't have your coffee and a cig and send that email just send the send the, send the email, the email. Then have the cig, yeah. um but like and that's a learning curve but there are right answers with some side of it and it's just just send just do the bloody admin it's just do it can and... I ask you like one thing like what do you I know you mention Instagram a lot yeah. what about Facebook nah mate do you got, I've got big problems <laughs> with them because like I, I, I just have stories <laughs> I've given up on Facebook in a yeah. sense like I'll I, I honestly wouldn't have Facebook if it wasn't for the fact that I run a music page and the fact that there's really funny like dog videos that come up now yeah some, there's some fire memes apart there, from that it? and I can I, I actually know what you're going to get to with the side of like how much exposure you get do you know what like it is? Likes and stuff if and I put a post on Facebook mm. and the same day went on to the market town I live in, I went in the high street and handed out leaflets, mm. I'd get more reach from mm. handing out leaflets and I'd, I'd contact maybe 10% of those people. I've so we've actually got back in time likes. in a sense, mm. right? Yeah. We've, in a sense, I've we've gone back three in and time. and a half thousand people that follow me on Facebook. If I put a post out, I think, unless I promote it, it might go to like... 600 people yeah and that's it's the like, thing it's still cheap promotion. all like these people have pressed like to see what I'm it, doing I know that's mm. the annoying why thing why aren't you showing these people I mean as a business I get why Facebook have done it because there are businesses out there they want to pay that will, to we do, we, what's, what sucks actually is that we're in the music we're in the entertainment industry if you were if you had a product to sell on Amazon and you put an advert out onto Facebook and you paid I don't know, 100 quid, you probably make back a grand on that 100 quid. Mm. So it makes sense for those businesses to pay that money. Selling a physical so product. Phys- selling business physical product. Business. Exactly. It's okay, yeah. but, uh, and it's cheap. Per like view, it's cheap. Very, very mm. cheap compared to, I don't know, going and paying like Google AdWords or whatever. Like, mm. It's a very cheap way to advertise. It just sucks for us because mm. we don't have a product to sell. We just yeah. want people to see our posts so that people are updated with our lives so that when we release music, so we don't have any way of making that money back immediately. So it's money gone just for the sake of a few sort of yeah, man, eyes like on. If, if I do an which is important. For, for a gig or something, um, I can't just put 100 quid on an advert. Yeah, to you're not even like, going to make that on a gig hey, sometimes. People will see it, and the interaction will be great. So on social media, it looks great. But 
there's no guarantee people, people are going to turn tickets? up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like it's, it's so it's frustrating. It's there's no there's no uh, trend yeah. at all to, from engagement to actual human engagement. The yeah. one the one thing why I still post a Facebook and to be fair, sorry, I about my squeaky still, chair. I'm sorry, I keep got I can't get comfy today. No, I'm sorry. The one reason I'll still post like my Facebook page and to be fair, I say post. I'll put an Instagram up and then link like press the button for it to be posted on my Facebook is because like. I've got a certain like amount of followers that might be like an older audience that aren't on Instagram, or if they are, they can't quite. And this is no disrespect, can't quite work out how to use it. Mm-hmm. Like it's just not familiar. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But they're familiar with Facebook. It's so, like I get a like if you look at my Facebook to my Instagram, the the engagement like of the age ratio. Facebook's more of like an older audience who have either like played gigs and they've seen me, or it's like friends of the family and stuff and whatever and that's why i keep posting there but as like a place like to actually get engagement i don't even think about it and uh, I, literally i don't look at the facebook post until i get a notification whereas instagram i'll post i'll see how it's doing i'll yeah, interact yeah, yeah. with it facebook i'm like oh, you just have it like, have uh, you guys got um like the business accounts on instagram yes does it but i mean like, i mean the thing is i don't know what i don't know what benefit because i've got one but i don't know what the benefit is really i, I mean, have i have a biz like do you mean as like the main or just like individual as well individual though? Yeah, I've got a bit, but it doesn't mean anything. I don't I know think what, it, what, what makes the difference. It's, yeah. it's funny because there's a, like Damien Keyes is one of the people that this year, I've, I've had a few people this year tell me that Facebook videos, people are predicting are going to be the next, like, a real big place for videos. Do you think? So YouTube... Well, that's their prediction. Gonna, I, I can't really see it. People said that with Twitter though, and it never happened. Yeah, yeah, I'm not saying like... Have you seen video platform? Yeah. It's dreadful. The thing is, they haven't actually play, invested it. doesn't play. Have You've got to press it yeah. three times. It's just I didn't Facebook think, have invested But I didn't think Instagram TV was going to... Gonna puff and people are. No, I've not actually quite, used hasn't it quite yet. It hasn't yet, but it, it's get, moving. Yeah. It's mm. moving. It's moving. Yeah, it's like beta stages at the moment, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, it's and then still it'll early. get to like, oh, hang on. And then I reckon, like, can you imagine if Instagram by TikTok? It's oh, over. Instagram went overlords then. Mate, do you know the one thing I'll say about Instagram TV? I love it. This is. Uh, I'm going to start a petition. You know the the little static screen that starts at the yeah. beginning. Make that shorter. I've never used Instagram TV before. You know oh, when you go see, to watch I think video? that's just the loading thing, though. I don't yeah, think but that's I don't an like intentional it because it makes. I, in my head, I'm thinking people are gonna if they don't know what Instagram TV is, they're gonna go off this video because they think it's not working. I'm gonna mm, throw a spam. Like, like make it two seconds and then like anyway, that's just me. Do you guys want another beer while you? Uh, I, I'd, love about one, Facebook? Mate. I'd Actually, love one. This is my spam in the works. I really need the loo. Oh, okay, right, big um, George. That's fine. Um, I'm going to chat with myself. George is going to do a bit of his own slam poetry <laughs> while slam. Lewis goes for a wee and I you crack three beers. Have you seen it on Twenty Two Jump Street? Slam poetry with Jonah Hill. No, I don't think I have. I've seen Twenty Two Jump Street, but I'm not sure I can remember what. Uh, when he goes into that thing to investigate the the, the girl. Oh, slam poetry, <laughs> yelling, <laughs> waving my hands a lot. <laughs> it's amazing. Right. Waving my hands it, a lot. Go see it, mate. Julia <laughs> Rob. The one thing on <laughs> before you go for away, the one thing on poetry. Do you remember a uh, Dom Jolly show he did with like the sketch comedy stuff, but it was like real life pranks. And he'd uh, he'd get like a big phone out and answer it in an art gallery. And it'd be like yeah, a phone that. half the size of him, and he'd shout into it. Like, God, I hear you. Yeah, he'd be like, "I'm in an art gallery." No, it's rubbish. Like he did one with poetry. Went to this poetry open mic, and he went. He, he got up and he like put a turtleneck on and stuff like that. Like, your stereotypical like poetry writer. And went, "I've got a poem called 3000 People are like, you know, like, oh, okay, right, cool. And he goes, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. They let I him get to, they honestly let him get to about 650 before no. they kicked him off. And he just like does this time lapse. 
It's him, it's him counting to 650 in front of like 20 people at a poetry of Mike. That is it's amazing, fantastic. Amazing. I'm going to go get three beers. Hang on. All right, sound. For you or for... <laughs> for me. <laughs> <laughs> Please, sir, can I have one? Um, this is, I don't know, this is kind of a scary moment for me because I've been, as you've probably been able to tell, very much relying on these boys because I am absolutely knackered this week. And, and I think it ties into this whole like relationship between the creating and the doing and actually the, like the audience, you guys seeing the content that we're putting out, you guys hearing these podcasts that we're putting out. And I, the one question I'm going to ask the boys in a minute, um, so boys get thinking is how many hours a day realistically goes into all of this and everything that kind of happens. And it's, I, I personally think it's a lot more. The stuff that goes into to creating and um, also just like starting a business at the same time as writing an album, at the same time as creating content. And also, like, I'm starting doing behind the scenes, like, blog posts and stuff, which is going to be on the website soon. And... All of this stuff takes a lot of time. The reason I'm so dead today is because yesterday we had we literally sat outside the bus on a little table and we had just non-stop like Hello. talks, meetings, welcome back Isaac, talks, meetings, um, Skype calls, various things that were all beneficial to what we're doing. And all of this stuff goes on behind the scenes. And I guess, Isaac, do you like how often do you think people actually think about all these things that go on behind the scenes when they see a final product of a vlog or see the final product of a song yeah. that's been released. I think like two things. This like, isn't just, a dig against no, no, no. the like, audience. Because that's what like which is the thing is important to put across. Hello, Lois, you're coming back, mate. I've got yeah. your beer over here. Oh, yeah, none of none of this is a dig no. in any way, shape, or form. It's just like it's it, not like, do you understand what goes into it? It's not that. No. It's like more actually just a therapeutic side for a creator just to be able to talk about. Because I think Well, where I'm personally heading with all this is in my head, it's like all this stuff that goes into it. It's like, how healthy is it for creators? Like, what is the whole ultimate goal for us? And that would be our kind of final question is like, basically, is it worth all these things? Is it worth all this time and everything that goes into it? But what is all this, all these things? What is I, all those, this time going into? I think the one thing like you, I, when I was cracking some beers up and you were saying like, you're particularly drained at like today, not particularly drained, but like it's been, we've had a slog like yeah. with the album and stuff and then some other stuff we've been doing which again going to be that guy we can't talk to him like, but we've been like we've been like three people in one and without trying to sound like like it's tough to st- like talk about in the sense where you don't want to sound like you're blowing your own trumpet in an arrogant way but like there's points you reach in the music industry where you feel like something's coming, something's yeah. changing, and we're getting opportunities through. Man, and that's arrogant, man. That's legit. Yeah. yeah. Like, we're getting yeah, opportunities no. through where... When you know it's happening, you know. And yeah. If gonna, if, yeah. We're getting opportunities through, which is, yeah, totally right. You need to be able to blow your trumpet now and then, because a lot of the time, your trumpet gets snapped There's a fine in line, half in this industry. So. <laughs> <laughs> isn't there a fine line between, like, blowing your own trumpet and actually just letting people know that good stuff's yeah. happening? But what I would say, I think, where... Totally, and you should be like my mum. I, mate, I I actually think I mention my mum and dad on this podcast every week. Sorry, mummy's boy. My mum. Sue's gonna love the set. I'll admit I'm a mummy's boy. Yeah, me too. But my mum, my mum's like I'm a mummy and a daddy's boy. <laughs> <laughs> um, my mum always says celebrate the small things, and I didn't really realise the importance of that until like the last year, where you can work and work and work and things happen. Like the little things happen that you think, ah, oh, we. That's not that big. Celebrate the small things because they don't happen all the yeah, time. Say, get some champagne. In, yeah, man. like you get one little thing in. Celebrate the small things. Even, like yeah, respect for what you've done. Always necessarily with something or whatever. And I think like you're saying like 
you're drained out, like not drained out in a bad way, but we've just been working. It's because we're kind of working at like at such a rate of we're working to that next thing and that maybe starting to support yourself financially that you have to, like you physically have to put that time and effort in. Yeah. But it's tough when you're just on that cusp of like good money to make good money to support yourself, but it's not quite there yet. Mm. And you can feel it coming. And it's, it might not, but it, you're exciting. still putting those hours in that you'll put in after you make the money. Yeah, yeah You're yeah. just having to put that work in, and it's that we've had chats this whole tour we've been at, where it's the hard. This is the really hard bit where you can feel that opportunities are happening, but they're not there yet. Yeah. So actually, when you take a step back, you go, "I'm still in the same position." It's kind of the make yeah. or break it's moment. So right? close What's exciting is that you'd be doing this whether that money was there. Or not. Absolutely. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Because so at the moment, winning anyway. At the moment, there's no, there's no like when, I mean, it's hilarious. You mean, like. People used to say like people got into music for the money. Not anymore. Mate, yeah. <laughs> like, because we're, we're all broke. <laughs> like, yeah. like, but it's. Yeah, the thing you is, when you don't so have the money, and, yeah. you've got to do everything yourself. So yeah. you can't pay for a marketer. You can't pay for somebody to do your album artwork. So we have to sit there, like your next single. We have to sit mm. there. And or the, the other single that's coming out, 5th of July, if anybody's. 5th of asking. July, all available platforms. If, like, we had to sit there and do it. We had yeah. to sit there and edit it. And it's like, oh, Crap! I need I need artwork. Mm. Where, where's this going to come from? It's yeah, just, man, just like, so many little things. You do. Like nobody's listening to your song, going, "Oh, I wonder if you did the artwork." It's just there. It's just there for people to enjoy, and people don't think beyond like all these little tiny things that add up to a lot of mm. hours. So I guess my next question to you guys, um, I, I want to move off the whole kind of like, do people realize this and do people realize that, and actually to kind of get some. I think it'd be interesting for people to hear. Uh, some facts and figures of what you guys put into stuff, what I put into stuff, um, not as a competition, but just. Uh, just to enlighten what goes on behind the scenes, because it's something that most people don't know about and people mm. don't hear about. Okay. So, at the minute, how much, how many hours a day do you guys reckon you're putting into your thing? Into if you were Lewis Cannon, kind of the musician, Lewis Cannon, kind of the brand. Music, or? Yeah, if you were going to call it all like all included, yeah. like everything that's not your little side job, like everything that's slowly <laughs> building you to become your future. I'd say I could be really, really. A, a, a stretch and just say it doesn't switch off it doesn't stop yeah. so all mm-hmm. day every day like, I could be at the little job and so and if you were going to include stop thinking about like I pace around that place thinking that like, I've got so yeah. many ideas and, the, yeah, yeah, yeah. and then this also there's downtime where you're just chilling out watching TV and and that's not worth it but, um, I'd agree that like sorry go on continue I, 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 I wouldn't, so daily I mean but like you're you're nailing it on the head really of what it doesn't stop when it you're that invested stop. never it? no so when you're like even when you're browsing social media, do you know if you're watching <coughs> stuff as just an observer? Are you just watch like flicking through, or are you also kind of like on the side, being like, "Oh, they'd potentially be a good person to speak to about this or about that." You know what? I don't actually know. Uh, I've I follow uh, musicians that are friends mm-hmm. and who have supported in the past, and like who have been really nice to me. <clears throat> and then a lot of my Instagram followers are just like people I went to school with and stuff it's just nice to catch up on on that sort of stuff so I never so I'd probably say that but then again I still look at data I still look at like okay, yeah, when yeah. do they post how many how many likes and I'd hate to analyse it like that but I've always been like that since, yeah. Yeah, ever since the, even before music mm-hmm. it was always like that it was like how 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 much reach can you get how much engagement can you get and I, I just love anything in the graph mate I don't care what it is I'll read it I love mm. it so and would you I, I say it's seven stop. days a week that this is like oh, at yeah, the minute you don't have just like Saturday Sunday and you're just like oh okay cool I can close the office tour and um, 
I said there is downtime for sure. Like the times where I just took on the TV and I'm actually like I'm gone and I'm just fully invested in t- in TV. But when if it's not TV or in the in the shower, no, even in the shower, like but it's hard to say. Yeah. Because like, if if you're talking about how many times I open the laptop and record or email or check stats and stuff like that, I don't know what that time would be. Maybe like. Five hours a day. Mm-hmm. Mm. On average, it's interesting how much so we don't clock hours, it. Some one hour. So on average, it's about five hours a day. Yeah, it's it's. Yeah, like you said, you don't clock it because, like, if I'm honest with myself, like the, like physical, like admin side, I do a fair bit, but I don't do. I know I don't do enough. I yeah. always do more. But like as a musician, like I've almost spoiled music for myself because I can never listen mm. ever. To music yeah. as a fan, because yeah. any, if I'm watching TV, you're like you're always switched on to thinking, hmm, I wouldn't have, I wouldn't have done, I wouldn't have sung that melody. I'm the exact same. And then when you love a song, you think, flipping it, why didn't I write that? Yeah, <laughs> or and when you I go, think of the way to produce that, yeah, like, like you can never just objectively so listen to music or watch TV. I don't think or I've just walk like down the bit. street because you're always thinking of music, mm. and you're always just thinking, they've done that, like, so you never ever switch off from it, like ever. Do you think there's like? Do you think there's a way that we as creators can bridge the gap between audience and creator, so that it's not just all <clears throat> glitz and glam from the front end view? So, Lewis, you were talking earlier about some friends of yours. I hope you don't mind me saying this; it's not baiting anybody out, but just some friends of yours that aren't in the industry that would see a hundred thousand streams and be like, "Cool." You're doing really well. How much are you earning? Like, you, everything's yeah, kicking yeah, off. That, What's yeah. happening? Like, do you think there's do you think there's ever going to be a, a bridge between that where people will be a bit more of aware that's, of what's going on behind the scenes? And I guess like bringing that relationship between creator and, and audience like closer. I think that gap is is all right. They don't if they want to know, they can find out by releasing music. Like. <laughs> It, we have to deal with. Got to do it yourself. We've got to, <laughs> yeah, because it, it's not great. Yeah. <laughs> We've got to deal with. That's not like a. It's just part of the job. It's not a great thing to deal with when you when you look at it, it's like okay, it's hundred thousand streams, but then you look at it thinking okay, I spent so much time doing all this, and now that's coming back. That's amazing. Mm-hmm. Um, do you think that has a negative impact on you as a creator? In what way? In a sense that your life in one sense looks like one certain way when you're putting content out and you're putting stuff out there and people the audience aren't necessarily knowing what goes into it which like you say that's fine like they don't need to know crikey me you spent three hours uploading this to Spotify like that that doesn't matter but from you then as a creator with people seeing only the glitz and glam and not knowing everything else that goes into it that I agree with you. I think that gap is important to keep different. Otherwise, what's the point in a, in a yeah. brilliant and having brilliant artists that can do all that and only show the glitz and glamour without the? St- I mean, people like Lewis Capaldi at the minute. I mean, how many people are thinking about all his downtime where he's having meetings and manager meetings, yeah, signing and, contracts, all the shit? They behind- think they know all the stuff that's going on because he's showing this the rubbish stuff sometimes when yeah. he's just in the mm-hmm. hotel room with no top on, like a bowl. I'm just <laughs> and, and he's talking about like the, the couple that's um, they're making some noise in the next room in the hotel room, and it's like, oh, that's real stuff. It's like, yeah, but he, he's also doing music stuff and like business stuff. He's a businessman. Yeah, he's never shown like- a single meeting. He's never shown a single contract or anything like that. Because he can, in a sense, like he yeah, can't, can't start getting his phone out in his record and what do you think that is like health wise and this goes to you Isaac if you've got any thoughts is of like 
that that gap must for you as a creator be I guess kind of unhealthy in some ways it's social media isn't it you see everyone posts amazing stuff mm-hmm. and you think oh my god they've got the best life ever and you think oh god I'm just sat here at home on the sofa with Doritos and I'm eating myself into obesity right now and <laughs> sounds fantastic <laughs> <laughs> but and you think oh god and you see all these people and then they've been to the gym for like the past nine months and they've not shown any of the hard work and then they've just instantly got chiseled bodies and you think <laughs> Oh, why can't I be like that instantly? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and so it's the same thing. It's the same thing. It's like, oh, he's, re- he's released a song, and it's, and it's and so people think, oh, that's a really cool song, and and the numbers are cool. Like, why haven't you released another one three days later? Yeah, and it's just like, mate, this stuff takes time. Like, yeah. like that guy's body took nine months to chisel. Mm. This song took for mine. To, thank you. Yeah, I was yeah, just right. about to make the same joke. Damn, yeah. It's the same thing, and that's that's social media in a nutshell. And people know that now, and as it's. Yeah, we're in 2019. Everyone knows exactly what's what with Instagram. They know that <clears throat> it's not instantly amazing, and they know that stuff goes on behind the scenes. Mm. Yeah, everyone's open to talk about that. It's really cool. Um, we're definitely getting more open as a society that, that like, we can I talk really about these. I mean, we're sat here talking about these things because there's a society that allows us to talk about yeah. it anymore, which wouldn't I, have been a thing. What are your thoughts, Mr. Isaac Tyler the Great? Yeah, I mean, <laughs> thank you. Um, <laughs> I. When I, when I started doing music and then I started doing Instagram and stuff, especially Instagram because I was like, I've always been most attracted to that as a platform. I had like peers and stuff who would post in a certain way and doing certain things and I wanted to try be like that. And then I just realised, I was like, that's not me. Mm. I was like, I need to start getting me across in social media, like a, me as a personality. Like, I drink beer and eat, I was about to swear, but this, it's all right to swear, Bad but food. then you bad food and like like I'm not do you know what I mean like I'm not I, I don't know how to word it yeah I, but I didn't used to be not that I used to be dishonest but I used to think oh should I post that and not because I cared about how I looked or anything like that but like is that cool enough and, is, and now I'm just like but that's not me I just want to be me on social media and I feel like now the followers I've got on social media if they met me they'd know you they'd still yeah, they wouldn't be like. I think oh. that's so important. I think that's I feel like so my, I feel important. like I come across now in my Instagram, which I didn't six months ago. In a sense, yeah. Now there's people that are faking like the personality. Like, mm. oh, like. Well, did you hear about that girl on Instagram that literally all of her pictures looked incredible, but like her traveling around the world and she didn't even leave her hometown. Mm. She photoshopped every single picture to make it look like she was in Venice and then suddenly she was in and the oh, whole man. thing and she was literally trying to make like brand deals trying to suck in big brands to pay her good money and it turned out to all be fake and, I respect and... the hustle in all fairness man <laughs> like, <laughs> if you can photoshop that well to, to Laura Brandy yeah fair play then, then but who's, it's who's so unhealthy <laughs> like as a relationship between audience and creator like that is so if we've got people doing that in the world how can we like the three of us go out there and then make a healthy relationship with our audience i think it's if you're very honest with your socials it's, it's clear who you are and what yeah. personality is like like your posts and your posts both of yours are are very reflective of of your actual personalities and mm. when you meet the, when you meet both of you it's 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 refreshing because it's like you know what i've i've been through your instagram and i've seen it and that's what you like and it's lovely mm. Same like, with you, by the way. I'm just going to write that on. You are? Same with you. Just going to write that on. Because I don't post anything. Oh, <laughs> no, the thing is, like... I'm I'll give you that 20 quid after the show. Cheers for saying that, Paul. I'm quite a reserved person. I think, you know what? Maybe it is... Maybe that's the thing. But, but that's that's you. And, like... But in but person, you might, I'm But, not, like, in, like... Ha- but, no... That, no, actually, that's true. You're not, like, reserved, are you? 
I don't I know, think but I think just like that, what I respect is you're not then on Instagram trying to be something you're not though. Like because I know that I would do that, and I know that uh, like if I knew I had to post every day, I'd be, I'd be doing the wrong stuff. But you are active on Instagram. Like I follow yeah, you, and I get your stories up. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah, it's like that they disappear up. after twenty four hours. Yeah, there's no quality control with that. You can put anything on there. Whereas if it's yeah. on the feed, it's got to look good. And I haven't got a good camera. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so this is the uh, next question. Like, does it have to look good? Like, do we all have to be like? I mean, Lewis Canner, right? Not Lewis Canner, you're Lewis Canner. Lewis Capaldi. Oh, which one's better? <laughs> <laughs> Lewis Capaldi, right? So you actually look at his feed. He's got himself posing in the shower with sunglasses on, taking on what looks like a, a potato with a lens. I think he's great, but it's still, that's still his, that's his way of promotion and marketing. Like, yeah, no, yeah, and I agree, but it's brand. not quite, it doesn't have to be like quality on a, on a £2,000 camera taking like sick photos. Mm. Do you know what but I mean? But then there's other people with like, their brand is quality photos yeah, in I get Bali. That. With... I get that. But yours doesn't yeah. have to be that, for example. And this is yeah. the thing, like, I think... got a Bali, do that. Fancy. <laughs> Isaac, <laughs> like two months ago, you weren't posting much. No. Would you say? And like since couldn't be asked. <laughs> but since <Yes>. then, <laughs> like you've been posting loads, you're mm. Instagram like you're posting once a day now, you're running up the the single. So like you're yeah. just at a slightly different time to where you are, Lewis. Like And I've seen the benefit from that. Yeah, absolutely. And and that doesn't mean that you're not able and wanting to post stuff. It just means that yeah. the time isn't right. I mean I just haven't got a, I've got loads of stuff going on, but not a lot to say. Yeah. Mm. So, but one day you will. Yeah, and that's and that, I'm just saving it for that. Like, and I think that's important as well. It's like knowing I'll when to, to post. If you've got, like, we've got. Well, whilst we're on this tour, we've got so much to say. We one of our meetings this week was like, are we posting too much? Are we are we maybe making the algorithm haters because we're just posting too much? What I love about that though is I I don't want to message you every day saying, hey bro, how's it doing? How are you going? Yeah. And um, but what is sick is I can keep up to date with you through your Instagram. Mm. And I think that's so a dangerous cool. thing for us as creators is we're sat here having meetings being like, okay, we've only got 100 likes on the last photo on Made on the Road. What are we doing wrong? Because last week we got 250. But that doesn't mean that we've had less eyes on it. It just means that, uh, oh, like people are still seeing it and they still think what we're doing is really cool doing the album. But like you say, they're not going to message us every single day. Um do you ever, do you guys ever find that as a as a thing? There's so much psychology behind it, and mm. I think people have looked. At, I think there's definitely roles in future, and if anyone's it's doing dangerous. psychology at uni, really please look into this because I genuinely think there's a there's a role in future for this. Like the psychology behind social media and engagement in, in with that, like weather, moods, time of year, Valentine's Day, mm. Christmas. If it's raining, people are on the phones. If it's sunny, they're not on the phones. Mm-hmm. We'll cut everything. There's psychology behind everything, and I think, and people that post and and you, you do get down. I've, I've had it before when I used to. I, I deleted all my posts and then just put the two posts I've got now. But I had it before. Like I put a post on, and then the next day I put another post on, and it wouldn't do as well. Mm. Like it's a loads better picture, and I've actually got something to say. Like I'm not joking. The last two announcements I put on Twitter when I said announcement coming tomorrow at six p.m. That got more interactions than the announcement. Than the actual mm. announcement. And I think it's weird. have I wasted my 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 airtime on yeah. just saying, "Hey, there's an announcement coming," or if people just I don't know, and it's just the psychology behind it. I just don't understand it. I like. Well, I've never enjoyed social media as much as I'm enjoying it now, mm-hmm. which might be opposite to a lot of other people. I think why, why is that? Why because I'm being honest mm-hmm. and I feel like I'm being me, so mm-hmm. I don't. I enjoy posting because I'm not trying to be fake. That's nice because like, even if you were losing followers and losing likes, you wouldn't care because you're doing it, it, aren't you? Yeah. Like, 
Now, as much as like, if I put, don't get me wrong, I still look at numbers, and if a post doesn't do as well as the last one, I might go to George like, oh, like not You're a great time for yeah, yeah, But I actually don't give a shit. Like, <laughs> like I'll just post it up on Instagram, and I enjoy doing what I'm posting. And don't get me wrong, like George will get his fancy camera and take a few like cool photos, and I'll really like vibe off him, going like, yes, that's going to my Instagram. You're great with the lens, bro. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you very much. <laughs> you put your na- nose on the I don't do um, this. It's such a comfy mic, but honestly, <laughs> I've just found a really happy happy medium with social media where I'm like I just I'm enjoying like the small interactions I'm getting are really valuable I'm enjoying posting so it doesn't feel like a chore I can just be like yeah I'm just gonna put an Instagram up and alright it's got 70 likes sick it's got 30 likes or whatever That's stuff nice. just crack a beer up and still gonna still That's gonna like, go to bed the same oh, like yeah, yeah literally it's, it's actually for me like I the conversations we've had this week about like how much stuff to make and that's in terms of like music stuff that I'm sharing because I do those little Instagram jams and I love just doing those they're just really fun I love editing and making videos like I love it I get the same kick out of it as like producing music Mm. I love writing songs I also love I I found a newfound love for just writing I just really like sitting down and typing like yesterday I was writing like loads of blog ideas and Instagram posts a bloody novel I did write a novel I wrote about 10,000 words yesterday and I I couldn't do that at school bro (laughs) (laughs) I don't think I know 10,000 words I guess, there's, now. I guess this, this is a side that people don't see or know about. Like, I haven't shared that I've done 10,000 words, but behind the scenes, like, I'm working out future blog posts, I'm working out, like, meetings that we're going to have with these future marketing people and all this yeah, kind of side I've of things. But the thing, that's, the thing that I, I've found that I love about it is I just like writing. I like just telling stories and stuff like that. And, and, it, and I really love creating videos, and I really love creating It's so nice to hear that you do, though, because it's so sick to know that you're doing everything that you love but the thing that's uh, like yeah like I, I and i'm so aware and conscious of that and the only doubt the only thing that's stopping me from doing some things is social media and the flipping algorithms like if this was the day when it was chronological order we literally was saying yesterday we think we'd be right. smashing it you'd be absolutely killing it but it's not and people aren't seeing the posts and i think it'll change back because a lot of people are complaining about that well i hope so but we we were saying yesterday like is making too much stuff a problem? And to me, the only thing I was sad about with the idea of that is that I just, I like making a post every single day. I love, if I could afford to have an editor, I'd make a vlog every single day because what we do here, like the stuff we've done today is really cool on the beach in Copenhagen, like mm-hmm. writing music. Like it's cool and I know people would follow it. Yeah. And it's like, where's the line of making too much stuff? And where's the line of like making too much stuff that you can't then connect with your audience? And also, you know, we're being really open and honest here, which is cool i love it i love that we can be like that but is there a level where that is too much is actually it cooler and better for an audience point of view to say very little just post a really cool photo with a little emoji with a little cheeky monkey face or whatever you want to do like is that actually being more curious like you know the celebrities you know what really i keep nearly swearing it really ticks me off right (laughs) There's a there's a definite. Sorry, I, I didn't like you finish. No, point. please. All, all I was going to finish with was that. <laughs> no, please. Actually, yes, I will finish. <laughs> okay, no, go no, on. no, no, no. Honestly, go on. No, it's your you, podcast, no, bro. You, go no, you, you hang out. <laughs> oh my god, no, you hang out. No, go on. Finish your point. You look so like, nice today. <laughs> the thing for me is like I sometimes when I'm doing my let's call it market research when I'm looking at people that I admire, I realise they don't put any meaningful thing to any fancy picture or they won't put any meaningful thing to some fancy music video or 
just a vlog that they put out, they just put a little cheeky monkey face. And that post does incredibly. And I'm wondering if sometimes that being be, being more behind the scenes, let's say, and nobody... Mm. Re- so, like, if I was to comment on that, if that celebrity then li- even just liked my comment, I'd be like, oh, I've got some kind of connection with that person. Like, I've had some kind of... Uh, like, they're a real person. Yeah. If you were then to get, like, an email back for them, you'd be like, holy crap. And I might have, like, actually commented on 50 of their posts to get that one email. Mm. Is that better that they're not replying so it makes it more like that one time in that whole year that they reply makes it sick. Whereas I reply to every single person because I just genuinely love the conversation and genuinely love connecting with people. But then, does that mean people get bored of me quicker as a creator? I'm not asking that as like, this is like a rhetorical, these are things that go through my head. I'll be honest, I forgot what I was going to say Sorry. Before when I interrupted you. Sorry. I'm... Uh, no, I'm thinking. Because I did... I know exactly keep what you mean with that, that, that question as well. And What did you ask again? Sorry. I find difficult... Sorry, go on. <laughs> difficult... The easiest way to word this is, if you look at... If you look at... Um, who, who's a big celebrity that uses Twitter? Drake. Mm-hmm. If you look at his, who? Drake. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, I feel like I'm If you look at his, never replies to anyone. Yeah. Keeps that line between celebrity fans. Mm-hmm. And then if you look at. Oh, who am I going to bait out in this? Fuck me. Careful. <laughs> oh, oh, Louis. Oh. We were so close. Does this mean we can just swear now on the podcast? Yeah, fuck I'm it. Fucking hell, Louis. Sorry, listeners. If there are kids person. around, I am incredibly sorry, but I'm you pretty have to sure. Put a waiver at the foot. Most of the people I know listen to this podcast, we're fine. Um, sorry, mum. So sorry, mate. Do you know, you know what? what? It's right. I'm so glad you said that because it sets me up really well to be able to actually put what I was going to say. Go do, you on. Con- do you want to. And she seems to find a, uh, a case for the other, the other thing. Okay, so if, let's say Drake against me. Yeah. Okay, obviously Drake sells a lot of stuff. I'm um, <laughs> um, not yeah. known by a lot of people. <laughs> These are two Drake, different arguments. <laughs> Sorry, can I just say, Drake sells a lot of stuff. Yeah, he, he yeah. does. <laughs> Guaranteed. Talk about his past. That's just not even a joke. It's just stupid. <laughs> Right, do you know I'm what? I take myself outside and have but what, time out. But like, I reply just, to people like, when when I get a tweet through because I know it's so um, so few and far between. If someone comes out to me and mm. says, says something, I'm like, hey, yeah, nice to talk yeah, to like, you. Yeah, like, and whereas yeah. they get so they can't if they reply they to one person. Up. I mean, they physically can't. They physically if, they reply, can't. if they reply to one, the I imagine the rest of them are like, oh my god, why didn't they reply to me? And then they alienate a lot of people. Yeah, yeah. Because you reply to everyone, I don't get why. You know what? You, the, you, especially with the the, the algorithm, though, you should be growing. Mm. But this is a straight this is a well. psycholo- psychological thing. Is that I've I'm so lucky that I have really good followers that do reply to every single comment uh, or video. Sorry, and I respond to them with a good, healthy comment back. But realistically, if that was me, like after six months. Unless you end up in a flipping relationship with this person, are you realistically going to want to carry on commenting and having these conversations on every single thing that you post? Yeah. And realistically, no, you're not. So, in a sense, in a sense, I'd like to think that replying to these people like, and, and replying to all of the listeners here and, and, and people on my socials is a good thing to do and, a, and something that is respected by those people that comment. But at the same time, as a marketing point of view, surely being like kind of untouchable in some kind of a way, 
seems to clearly work. That's the whole celebrity gap. Uh, you're shaking your head, Isaac, and I agree. Is it really? I don't, uh, yeah, no. I hate you know that really the world is like that. What fucks me off is when, you know, I can, I can say it now, cheers, Lewis. It really, really <laughs> pisses you, me off when people like, there's a genuine gap between famous people and fans sometimes because yeah. there just is. Because yeah, yeah, they've yeah. got two million followers in the current play. What really pisses me off is when people manufacture that gap. Yeah. When they try to look like they've got, they're doing this and they've got fans. And it's like, like you're just creating this mysteriousness to try and make yourself look cooler, mm, which yeah, is one thing you do yeah. the complete opposite of. Mm. Which I love. And that's way. why you've actually got more, like the followers you have got. Because if you were like, I've got a bus, but what type of bus is the bus? <laughs> like people are like, piss off. Like, yeah, like, like you just create that like fake mysteriousness, which so many people in music do as well. And go in, like in every sort of. How did you get your deal? Well, and just like we were saying last night, yeah. I just got signed us to this. It's like no, come on, you've, no. you've missed how out did like you half. Get signed? Yeah, who met you? Who saw your gig? Yeah. Who you're chatting to? Who's the meeting with? Like, I don't want names, but I just want to know the story. At least, no one mentioned. At least, it. like, open up about the journey and what. But then, you're do you know doing? what sucks like, about yeah. that overall is that then, sorry to bring up the fucking algorithm again. You can swear, pal. Go for it. I said flipping that's fine for now that I'm just warming up that's way too far <laughs> <laughs> but the thing is right so here. the the ironic thing is right so Instagram and is our favourite platform we always flipping talk about it but flipping do if if responding to people is the thing that they try and promote doing yeah but then talking to, replying to every single comment then makes people comment less because they feel like they've had a lot of conversation with you and they don't want to be that person that always comments on the post and then your algorithm goes down and against you because you've not got much interaction but yet you're the one that's willing to sit there and respond to every single comment it's a catch-22 like you actually just can't win no no and you're I, chuffing I, right Paul. And what you what you said about like people that manufacture that line <laughs> yeah it's it's so difficult to do as a as a, an emerging artist or mm. someone who's just entered mm. the music industry because if you have gained a, a bit of a following and then those those following the people that are following you are tweeting you and mm. you ignore them yeah. if that was me i'd have been like oh mate i i've got like okay you've got like 10 more followers than me yeah. cool yeah like, oh, <laughs> like yeah, you, i know you mentioned you're so busy you're ignoring me you, like you mentioned not lighting up mate like, <laughs> yeah. come on i know you've seen it and you know what the thing is? I spoke to someone who's got like lots of followers, and he said that uh, when celebs are active on Twitter, and you tweet them, they see it. Mm. They read them all. Mm. A lot of them do. Not a lot of people ignore them because if imagine if you had even for like two years, your mentions on Twitter were lighting up all day, and like every twenty minutes you got someone tweeting you you'd be checking it. Mm-hmm. And I, I, I'd be the same. I, I would check it all the time. I'd be like, what's people saying? What are people saying? What are people saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Who's it? Who wants to know what? And then, but then that's, that's just like really, really, really accurate data. Mm. And then you can like tailor your next post. That's actually very true. I've never thought about that. what people are tweeting you at. Yeah. So no wonder that, that celebs are getting bigger and bigger and bigger. And once you get to that bracket where you don't have to apply to anyone, you've still got the the following sorry Isaac's just going for a wee and he's just knocked over the studio <laughs> you're going to get bigger and bigger it's like the rich get richer and the poorer get poorer yeah so the people that are emerging will always just be emerging and mm-hmm. the people who are celebs are just going to get bigger and bigger and that is the sad truth and but the thing is as well you know I say all this and I'm very aware that I can't just sit in here sit here and bitch and moan about it that, I've no, got to I've it. got to acknowledge <clears throat> it and if some 
I can't believe I can hear Isaac going away so loudly. <laughs> I am so. This podcast has just been absolutely ludicrous. I'm so sorry. This is the real is part. Is it of ludicrous because Louis Ludicrous can is it? Lude. Oh. oh my. We've started. <laughs> Even Isaac in the bathroom's like, please, bloody stop. It's because we've got through a fair few beers now. It always happens, I tell you. Mate, I've had a few. I'm feeling merry. Yeah, same. Oh, it's good. But I think it brings out... Actually, I've realised that alcohol, Isaac, actually brings out the best in people on this podcast because we just get real as shit about this stuff. <gasps> he swore! He's here! <laughs> we got there. This is me! <laughs> on the road. Wow, that got deep. Um, <laughs> I'm asking if you want another beer but trying to not ask it because you're on the podcast and you're like, what? what? Uh, it's, like, what? It's, like, it's like me <laughs> with playing the thing. Yes, <laughs> oh, God. Cockney, that's what you're going to say. Actually, uh, have you got... So, have, have we got... <laughs> We've got a few more things. <laughs> Why, what are you... Why, what are you... Uh, I wanted to add a segment of my own, if that's all right. Go for oh, it. Please do. Whilst Isaac gets more beers, let's do that. I think we should all tell one horror story of, of being a musician. Oh, right. Yeah, like, I'll have a think. I've got a, a great one. Okay, you can start. We'll it's a, I want to say great. Like, By the way, me, great addition to that. I like this. Thanks, already. man. No, no, it was a... I say great addition. This was a genuinely horrible time of, of my music career. This was about three years ago. <clears throat> I'll set the scene. It was a winter. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, I did a gig in a place in Lincoln. I can't remember where it was. And I met my... I, I went back to my twin brother's house, dropped my guitar off, and went on... Uh, went for a few beers with him. Yeah. Came back home... And um, we just stayed up having a, having a bit of fun, and it was it was just all jokes. And then it got to the early hours in the morning. I was like, I'm gonna send a busk in the morning, so I might as well just stay awake till then. Went busking in the morning in Lincoln. I had a gig booked in Nottingham, and they told me that this place was gonna have about eighty people there. They usually sell about eighty tickets for this event. I was like, oh, brill! Yeah, you thought you were in. Chance to, to perform in front of eighty random people. I'm there, like. Trust me, I don't. I, I'm I'm there. Got the train there. Got a taxi. Oh, no, I didn't get a taxi to the venue. I walked to the venue, and the walk there took quite a while. It was about a mile and a half away, maybe two miles from the train station. Got there, and the only people that were there were the people playing the barman, and this is no joke. One man and his dog. One man. What dog was dog. it? Do you know when people say, "Oh, you've got to do those gigs," like one man and his dog? Yeah. It was literally it was that. Literally gig. that. I'm not joking. So I stuck around. I was supposed to stay at a pal's. I had organised. Thank you. I had organised to stay at someone's, and uh, messaged him um, all day, being like, "Yeah, I should finish it this time." Blah blah. So get to finishing the gig, and I've missed out a crucial point in the story. But my vocal cords the day before, from the gig having a few beers and getting a bit leery with my brother and then not sleeping and then busking the next day, my vocal cords had torn a little bit. No. And I thought, I get a chance to play in front of 80 people. I'm going, I'm just going to have to do some really chill songs and I'll just have to detune my guitar and just take it easy. So I'm doing this gig and my throat's ripping apart and it's super, super sore. And, uh, yeah, so I've, I do the gig and I thought, flip it, Nick, I can't believe I've done that. So I'll just bear that in mind for next time and make sure that next time I do that venue or this place or something like this, I'll make sure the people are actually going to be there. And uh, so, okay, gig finishes. I watch everyone. I thought, okay, cool. So texting this person all day, call them and say, uh, yeah, I'm ready to go. They don't answer the phone. I'm like, 
that's so weird because you replied to my text like two minutes ago. I was like, oh, I'll leave it two minutes. Call him again. No answer. Like, rightio. Call him again. Rings twice, then hang up. Call him again. Rings twice, hang up. I was like, they're actually ending this call. Text him like, are you about? Can I can I come round? Because they literally lived like two minutes away from the venue. Mm-hmm. No, nothing's happening. I was like, oh, God, crying out loud. So I just I leave that. I was like, I'll just walk back to the train station, and get a train home. Train station closed at like eleven o'clock, and it's now like five past midnight. It took me an hour to walk from the venue back to the train station because I got lost and my phone's about to die and I've got no data and I can't find my way back. I flip in X. I'm asking all these corner shops, where's the? Wh- how can I get to the train station so quickly? And get there it's closed I'm gutted walk to the closest McDonald's get a coffee and just sort of sit there and think what's happening (laughs) (laughs) and then there's an open um, a bit of the indoor shopping centre where you can there's a locker room there where you can charge your phone lock it in there take the key walk away and only charge it for half an hour Mm -hmm. so do that charge it for half an hour come back after half an hour unplug it plug it back in charge it for another half hour, go away, back to McDonald's, sit in there for a bit. And I couldn't fall asleep anywhere because my my laptop and my guitar was in the same case. It was in my guitar case, my laptop was just behind it, and I had some clothes in there as well, my pedal. So if they, if someone had pinched or tried to nab off of my gear, I'd have been... Done. Yeah. Finished. Finished for for a long time. Gone up a <laughs> So, um, yeah, stayed awake till 5am when the next train was. I get the train from Nottingham back to Lincoln I do a gig in a cafe the gig in the evening and then I go back home that night and I fall asleep and I was awake for something like 55 hours wow that's dedication I was the best in, night's sleep you've ever had honestly I was like life. I'm not going to sleep till 9pm and I got to, I literally sat on my bed I was like I just watched some YouTube videos at 6 I literally just went straight to sleep I didn't wake up till the next day about 12pm yeah. wow dude that's like, dedication that was horror story I've got plenty more of those, but that one's that's like, an ed- that that's like an Ed Sheeran story. Like he used to do that all the time. Didn't Someone tweeted me saying, "So, oh, look at this story." It was like he mentioned saying he, he got paid fifty quid to do a gig. Oh, and I it know cost the story. Him eighty quid to get yeah. there or something, and like, and no one turned up, and he just sort of, "Oh, you'll do it." I was like, "Bro, I'm doing that now." <laughs> <laughs> Wasn't that a story where he did it and then played to the sound guy? The gig ran over, went to the train station, and the like the the last trains had gone. So he'd spent money to play a gig and then was like, I've got to sleep in a train. Like, not a train station, a platform. Think, At least he got yeah. a train station. I, I couldn't go to sleep. <laughs> <laughs> but that, he, had it, I, he had it good, that guy. <laughs> Isaac, have you got any horror stories that come to mind? Um, there's this fella I met who... Um, I know what he's going to say. He built a bus. <laughs> <laughs> I knew it! I knew it! He knew it was true. You could see a glint in my eye. I could. Um, it was the way you were avoiding eye contact. Yeah, he built this. He built this really weird bus where he was like, "We'll make it a studio." Ah, yeah, yeah. Um, Classic bullshit. Honestly, whoa! (laughs) I don't got that. We've opened the bloody floodgates now with the swear words. Honestly, no, like not like that. No, Um, I've had the odd shit gig where, yeah. Do you not swear on the podcast, please? Bad the odd chuffing rubbish yeah, gig um, <laughs> like the odd one like when you're starting out like I've car, got a good gig one actually of, oh sorry I'll finish just... talking <laughs> <laughs> oh, so I, I finished so my all I was gonna, all I, I was, no I was like oh I've got a good gig you just reminded me of a great gig one. no no it's no, fine it's you t- no 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 I'm sure yours is better than mine go on You've welcome to the podcast have a side after this story every <laughs> this podcast I do I have a really good one but I'll keep it to myself it's fine this is what it's like uh, living so, yeah. on the bus. You are getting the real. We're talking about being real on the pod on on social media, and this is what it's actually like on a daily basis. Um, Where's this gig story then? <laughs> All right, okay. 
All right, gig story. So I got what at the time was like the the best gig I've ever had. Don't worry, that doesn't say two hours twenty six. That's an hour and twenty six. Did you think it was two hours twenty six? Like, yeah. Oh my god. So <laughs> everybody does that. We're an hour and twenty six into the like, podcast. <laughs> no, 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 no. Don't be daft. So basically, I got the the gig that's like. It's it's one of these cheesy gigs that you kind of almost on the sly dream of like wishing you had. Turning on Sheffield Christmas lights, lads. I'm What's not even joking. That? Sheffield. Yeah, it was very... metal hall in Sheffield. I know this story. No, it wasn't. It was uh, actually in the square somewhere. I can't remember exactly where it was. Uh, near Peace Gardens. I'm just going to say yes. But do you remember? I know what you mean. I've, I've heard them before in a tent. It was savage. I was on stage at one point doing a sound check and there was these massive screens everywhere in the distance. You know, the crowd out there. I could just see myself setting up the keyboard and I was like doing little dances. It was weird. It's the first time cool, I'd ever had that man. thing. You know what I'm saying? So anyway. <laughs> I know what you're saying. You remember Calabro? <laughs> yeah, yeah, from Britain's Got Talent. Yeah, Calabro were uh, doing that. And do you remember Sam Bailey? Yes. yes. The mum. She was there as well. Lovely. She just had a child. Very lovely she child. She seemed like a lovely lady. Family are all lovely. They were all there. And it was really exciting. I was like, cool, we're going to get to actually, you know, stand on the stage with the mayor, press the button, and um, lights are going to pop on. Welcome Christmas, Christmas 2015 or whatever. I don't know where it was. And anyway, we're doing sound checks. And um turns out I got a sound guy that I think had never been a sound guy before. He couldn't even work out how to get sound out of my keyboard, and he was like, "It's your keyboard, mate. I promise you, it's I've keyboard." Had that, like, and I was like, "Within the past few but months, this was man. the sec. We'd already done a gig that day, so he was like adamant it was my keyboard, and I was like, "There's a chance it could be my keyboard, but we have had a gig today, so I'm kind of confident it isn't. There's been no water doubt. It's been nowhere other than in the back of you know a van in its case. And anyway, he was like adamant that nothing was going to work, and he was like, um, "Bear with me. We're going to sound check everyone else, and then we're going to come back to you." Of course, never came back to me. So I couldn't play the gig turning on Sheffield Christmas lights, and I was gutted. Although they did buy me a crate of beer as an apology, so I just stood on the sideline with Calabro drinking beer. Do you get paid still? Yeah, I got paid. Mate, you got paid to drink beer. Yeah, but the thing is, like for me, it was playing the gig to to turn on Sheffield Christmas lights. Normally, people only do Christmas. You're silly, both you. I shouldn't shouldn't have said that out loud. I mean, I wish Chico was there. Get that one more time. I'd prefer to do the gig for free. (laughs) Remember that, everybody else, when you're supporting Isaac Tyler's career. (laughs) No, I didn't say that. Louis said that. It came out of your mouth. (laughs) No, No, I I was at a gig in... um, Oh, I didn't add the... Do you know what I didn't do? I didn't add the... Look, I'd even got this on. Speak of music, please. Now tell the story. Thank you very much. Okay, so... I had a very similar story to you. I was in, uh, I can't remember where I was, but I had a gig supporting a really good band. Yeah. Yeah. And like you said, when he said, oh, it's something to do with the keyboard. Yeah. I was like, hmm. This guy said something, oh, it's something to do with the pedal. Yeah. Oh, no. Like, tell you what, bro. Please tell me you didn't. Mm-hmm. I've done about 250 gigs with this pedal. Yeah. It's not the pedal. It's not the pedal. <laughs> Turns out, just a really shit town sound tech. Really what? I ruined that. <laughs> <laughs> no, this this really bad sound guy. Like, and it, I, I was gutted because he was like, "Oh, it's your pedal that's broken." I was like, "Most definitely not, mate." Because I I've done 250 gigs. I thought of Honestly, one. No way. I got off the stage and plugged my keyboard in. Um, it was too late because we literally were going to be on in like 10 minutes. There was no way we were going to get a sound check whilst the show was swinging. Plugged my keyboard into the dressing room and like plugged into it, like to see if it was working. It was working absolutely fine. Oh, so it's just you probably had it on mute. I don't know I what thought he did. Of one. And it wasn't that bad. Go on. Do you remember when we played that gig in York and you played Keys with me? With, I'll remain nameless. We got a subway. 
great subway. Right. So, can I just say, someone had a subway. Oh, no, no, it's two fine. seconds. No, I'm gone. Someone had a subway fine, on the flight. Someone had a subway on the flight here. I brought Burger King on a flight. <gasps> That's once. savage, actually, Are you for a flight. Serious. I was walking by, I was like, why the hell have I got a BLT? I could have a That's subway. That's savage. I've never thought about that. I'm going to do that. I on a flight once. And I was really scared that the flight attendant. Was going to say something. Me and my girlfriend brought them on. Yeah, you're a king, mate. Was it not they cold by then? No, no, beautiful temperature. They didn't say a thing. <laughs> and the couple in front were like, "You've nailed it." Don't know why we. Didn't I, do mate, that. I would have nailed absolutely. Oh. I would have just applauded you for your out your mate, whole seriously, meal. Seriously, we're like, it's their first class because this guy needs it. Yeah, yeah. Mad. Go on, then, mate. Come on, on tell on, us sorry. your story. I feel like this has not been your podcast because we're. Basically, we no, it's fine. You. I doesn't. It's not. No, it's it's fine. Okay. So, oh, actually, you have just like reminded me. Yeah. <laughs> the way you said that, man, is Felix. Like yeah, so basically, me and George did this gig. Knock, knock. Fuck off. <laughs> 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 Sorry, mate. Fair time, Lucky. Uh, Go on. No, I so, mean, is this story is going to be rubbish now. But do you remember when we did that gig in York? Yeah, and we it done, was like, at the Barbican Centre or something. Yeah, where was it? I can't remember where it was. And decent crowd. Got on stage, sounding good, blah blah. About to start the first song. Did I pl- already play a song? And then no. I yeah, hadn't... no. You had you'd played. Oh, I know what you're going to say now. I've just remembered the story. But yeah, I you played one song already. Yeah, and then there's that typical thing where the crowd's a little set back. No, you hadn't played a song. Sorry, I'm completely lying. Roller coaster, flip it on. Uh, <laughs> so, and I remember being like. Oh, you know that typical thing. Don't be shy. Everyone come forward. Blah blah. Everyone walks forward. The whole crowd walks Why forward. Do right. This? Everyone's <laughs> ready. Everyone's ready for a song. There's yeah. a good amount of people there. Fair couple hundred people there. Yeah, everyone's yeah, yeah. ready for a song. Start to play. Nothing's happening. No guitar. I'm like, this is weird. All right. Me and George always good to have someone on stage to laugh off with. Turn around. We start having a laugh. Like, <laughs> that would have been horrible on your own. Oh mate, yeah. yeah. Waiting for the sign guy to fix it. Nothing's happening. He's on stage. Sweating, like trying to find like how to plug in. Oh, it must be something wrong with the D. By he, you mean the sound guy? Yeah, careful. And I mean, how long was it? That basically, me and you were just ten minutes. I mean, I think they started playing music again, like just through the speakers on the. Me and you just stood on stage like pigeons. I don't know. That was the first thing that came to mind. We were just stood there, like being like. and there's only so many times where you can go <laughs> and I kind of laugh yeah. it off and point at the audience like alright yeah. Darren lovely then, to see you mate and then now and then lean into the mic which is still working going oh god didn't expect it but I <laughs> after 10 minutes it's like <laughs> yeah last become tears you know um, what big ups to the crowd for walking forward there big, and yeah, also they stayed there they but the thing is they, they stayed there, there just looking at us but the thing was like that's for so 10 minutes daunting man mate but, but, the, the, but your, your story actually has like a really good silver lining mine was a, a crappy um, crate of beer yeah, a, and not playing the, the Christmas lights yours yeah, was, was homeless for a night yours was homeless yeah. for a night <laughs> we did a really whereas, good gig after that didn't we they, where, as soon as your guitar worked mate that applause oh yeah to be fair the crowd was bigger than the actual applause for us yeah yeah, they were savage. They were so good. They were just guitar. And actually, it made it was in York. It actually made the gig better because it was the biggest and best icebreaker ever. Yeah, it was. That's really cool. Joe Jack White from White Stripes. Yeah, yeah. He used to start his gigs and he'd like start playing. I've heard this. And leave his pick at the other side of the stage and be like, "It's from the George Ezra podcast." Yeah, yeah, yeah. He purposely did it. He didn't do it because then he the audience thought it was on the back foot and it sort of levered everyone out it makes him human yeah so and like, everyone oh, relaxes he's, left his thing, oh, so. he's already very messed up. smart so he's made, a, he's made a mistake so oh, but he's rectified it straight away so mm. very smart very smart so yeah I like that a lot what a cool cool thing to do I think that would have been harder for me if I hadn't had someone else on stage with me though 
Mate, if that was me, I think I would have come. If I'd have just been just by myself, it might have been a bit more awkward. But that's but because around I could just you laugh as a musician and... as well. Like yeah. when you get to the stage when you're doing like huge shows, you're going to be at the stage where you've you know what happens when it messes up. You know exactly what to do because you've yeah. been yeah. twenty minutes there in yeah. New York, so you're going to be fine. Is, yeah, yeah, anything. Yeah, yeah. It wasn't. It was nothing to do with us. You I mean, I'm excited for us to start touring the album because I think we're going to do some like home shows where people can host us in their home and, and, me, and me and Isaac and um, a couple of other people are, are going to go and just perform the album Sick. and like you know if if, if you're available because you're on the album Mate, if you want a message I'll do, do you know what I mean like every, everyone I'm that's on there. the album always I'm just going to be like okay we've got these kind of gigs coming in like anybody that's around literally just let me know come in perform the song with us or whatever but I think it's going to be that kind of thing is like icebreakers left right and centre because I just think I mean listen to this podcast it's an absolute shambles and I think that's going to, <laughs> I think that's going to break the ice very nicely um, but I think it's the best way to go through it but um, right we best start rounding off I'm going to move to the section which is um, when you started we, we, I think we only did it once last week is that right the, the news. who are you listening oh I'll tell you what we're going to do a very 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 quick news news today are you ready for a on free, we're going to just choose a note and sing the word news. Ooh, One, have, this is not us. No, sorry, after free. One, two, three. News. Perfect. Uh, this is the news section. <laughs> this week's news. Isaac has spent the time finding this, so I want to talk about it. It's not that good. You don't actually no. It's it's actually very it well, actually. relevant to what we've been talking it about. Does. Thank Talk you. Selena Gomez this week deleted her Instagram off her phone. Um. Basically, I think the whole. Did, did you? Can you give some info on like why she deleted it? What was the reason for her deleting sure it? Sure, can J man. Um, <laughs> J J man. Do you know how to spell George? J- I mean, G man. Thank you. I'll call you J man. Thank you very um, much. No, to be fair, to be fair, there wasn't a whole lot happening within the music industry this week. That was worthwhile talking about. Well, it, the reason really? I know the reason you chose it, headlines, but the reason you chose it was because of the topic. It's because this of the social week, media right? thing and the creator uh, consumer. Yes, yes, yes sorry. But what was really interesting with her is like she was like she's the so basically she's the second most followed person on Instagram, which is, is it? mad. She decides to delete three million it. followers, so she's not deleted her account. One hundred fifty-three million followers. One hundred fifty-three million. So she's not deleted her account. Mate, this but country's she's smaller. Than I'm happy with yeah, 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 mate. mate. I'm happy with one hundred fifty-three likes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like she's so she's she's not deleted her account, but she's deleted off her phone. She has a team who posts for her. I think she posts off her friends' phone or whatever. But she was just like. <clears throat> She got to a point where she just had the most unhealthy relationship with Instagram. Yeah. But what was really interesting is the head of Instagram, which I believe the quote from him is on the iPad. Yes, it is. Yeah, I'm going to read it out in a minute. Um, basically, he responds, and it's not Maresi. I think his name yeah, is. Yeah, it's not. A, it's not a response Masiri. that really fills you with confidence. Oh, as a, okay, I'm excited as to a user. It. Okay, let's 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 say it. So basically, his head of Instagram says we need to make sure that creators like her are getting value out of the platform, that they don't get depressed on the flat by the platform. We like the criticism. We like to have the conversation. So the only thing wrong with that is the the way he said like her. It, it felt it's creators. Everyone's a creator, but it yeah, felt yeah, too. Yeah, whether yeah. you're putting put a picture of your pie because you're 67, and you want to show your grandchildren, yeah, yeah. or you're slim and go, Gomez and you're pro- promoting an album. And what are you? We're all on? creators. Yeah, and the reason he's bothered is because he has 153 yeah. million yeah, followers. Man, if she had 153 followers, he never no would have turned ahead. Yeah. But he went on to say something like, um, oh, "I should have, I, I should have quoted it. I didn't want to put a full paragraph of text from him." But he said something along the lines of. Actually, basically what he said in paraphrase, to be fair, not no one on Instagram is really like famous. Mm. He basically said this was like there's a very limited amount of people who actually got a lot of followers, so they interact with Instagram differently to the everyday user. I get that. But he kind of devalued 
her reasons for leaving. And I do appreciate what he's come out with and said, like, we do need to have a conversation, but it just feels very press release here. Yeah, because because with what he said then is like it's very tailored to her, and then he yeah. said that, and that's very tailored to no one. Yeah, it's like, exactly. What does that actually mean? You, like, what are you actually talking about? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Wow. Very interesting. It'd be interesting to see if she does come back and what her reasons are, whether she just needs a break or whether or not. I mean, this is the thing. It's the whole thing of... You want a break? You want a break? Who found out that she deleted Instagram off her phone? Probably 153 million people. No, I think she came out and said, she was like, I'm done with it. It's interesting that she's using it to still post, but off her friend's phone. Like, that's really interesting. The problem with her that she had was the comments. And to be fair, the guy from Instagram said, like, look, we're never going to stop people from posting nasty comments. Mm -hmm. We can't. We, how are we going to stop that? We can't. That's fair enough. We can't. Yeah, but it's that relation between user and whatever. What's interesting, actually, be... YouTube, just to add to this news, um, released this week that I think a lot of content's getting put onto YouTube Kids, which is mm. like a new thing. The views on that are mad, by the way. Oh, bonkers. Next level. But what they're actually doing is disabling comments as a default. Yeah, actually. I've seen YouTube channels have that happen before, but that's because people, like, 18-year-olds will... will over 18 year olds will comment on these kids channels and they'll just put like ruthless stuff yeah and like, obviously over 18 stuff and like these well, kids was... if they read it then they're gonna get their minds are gonna get contained but it's so good kids. that YouTube are very conscious of that like I yeah. like that yeah, what is like interesting that. though is that one of their biggest algorithm things is comments yeah, if you really get comments that views. pushes your thing so it's very interesting that they're obviously gonna take the gas off comments a little bit maybe go for views maybe go for likes maybe go for I, I know like retention rate is a huge thing but I feel like it's gonna go back to what it was before I think we're getting to a time where social media companies are actually being forced to be very conscious of their users. I think they're all literally just like cacking themselves thinking... They've realised we're in control. Yeah, like we have no idea what to do. And like I feel like YouTube's going the same way as TV. Exactly the same. Mm. You get like... I can't remember what podcast I was listening to, but they were talking about like the... The... you know what? I, th- I can't even know. I don't remember what I'm going to say. <laughs> One thing, right? What? I, Thank you so, so much. So you know the kids over. YouTube thing. <laughs> you, know the, you know the kids YouTube thing. Yeah. So basically, there was a few YouTube channels that figured out if you get onto that kids YouTube algorithm. Yeah. It's so powerful. Yeah. Like it could, but because Millions. it's such a small market that you'll come up in the next video in the playlist. So what people were doing? Baby shark covers. Well. Kind of, basically, people had videos that were totally unrelated, but they were dressing up as like Elsa from Frozen no and Spider Man, and then like plugging different things. But it meant because that algorithm tagged Elsa Frozen, yeah. their video then comes up after Peppa Pig, and he's That's getting very clever, tons very of views, and then coming up in the algorithm. Would you, you think, dress up as Elsa for movies? Hell, bloody yeah! <laughs> I mean, could you imagine me sat driving the bus dressed as Elsa? That'd be joke. Kids are gonna bloody love it. <laughs> I'd start putting like little snowflakes Elsa on the, the bus side driver. Of the bus. You could do that. Elsa Thank the bus you driver. very much. That'd be wicked. Or uh, Olaf. <clears throat> I think Olaf's wicked. a strong bus name. It yeah, bus driver man. name. Yeah, it is. Right, Pants we're going to move. Over. You're not going anything smaller, pal. Got any change, lad? Right, what we're going to do now is um, the new section of the podcast, which no, we've we just did... done the news. No, 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 no. We've got another one. So after free, we've got to sing. Who are we listening to? Yeah, so that's not the news. This is who we're listening to. Yeah, it's not. Oh, sorry, that's not the news. I thought you were saying... No, it doesn't matter. Too many we're over years, it. Isn't it. We were all okay. like too much to... After three, you've got to sing something that's we are the... Li- who are we listening to? That's what you've got to sing. I've got it. And okay. we're going to see how close we are. Are we are. extending the two? Right, no, we've just got to guess. Sound. What? The, what, what are we singing? Who, who are we listening to? Okay. One, two, three. Who, who are, are we listening, listening to? to? 
That was sick. I don't think it was, but <laughs> mate, mate. Do you know what? I've actually just decided we're not going to do the little jingle things. We've got to do we're not going to spend time. We've got to do them live like every that. single time. Got that time. We can listen back to that in a bit. <laughs> so, um, who are we listening to? Lewis Cannon. Who is your first person that comes to your head that you're really, really, really loving at the moment? James Smith. James Smith. Mm, Specific amazing. song. Um, it, it came out a while ago, but it's called T-shirts. Acoustic version, not the actual version. It's, a, it's an amazing song, and he's also got a song called Haley Out. It's just amazing, really cool song. Uh, what kind of vibes for listeners? Acoustic, but like vibey acoustic. Vibey acoustic. Yeah, that sounds, sounds but also cool. like his his control and his vocals is insane. Uh, I think he got found through YouTube, Santa Virgin. Yeah. Uh, no, really, really cool lad. Really, really cool. No, I've got a lot of time for him. So. Big. Isaac Tyler, this yeah. week, who are you listening to? Lauv. Lauv, yeah. Yes, yeah. So basically, I, I'm in Spell on Spell L-A-U-V. Like He's got a song called out. Song called out. He's got a song out called Sad Forever. That makes a tune. Mate, I Like Me Better is also a belly oh. tune for me. That's the one song I'll be like, why didn't I write that? I like me better. Made him to cover that. It's on his YouTube if you want to go see it. Oh, actually, we did, didn't we? Oh, did yeah. you? I Why, did a long time ago, actually. I, I cover that all the time now. Like, so such a tune. But yeah, his new one, Sad Forever. Just he's such a good pop writer. You know, don't quote me on it completely, but like I'm fairly certain that he he wrote that in his bedroom, and he wasn't thinking that anyone was going to hear it. Like no one would hear it. I all. think I saw a, a review or um, uh, an interview, and he was just like, yeah, I just wrote these songs in the bedroom. Like that's mad because he does loads of his songs on uh, voice notes and stuff yeah, as well he like he makes a lot of the actual production sounds from his voice really? notes there's a video we'll That's show like, you tonight okay. and it's actually sick so you know I that, haven't seen it for a long I time I like me better when you know <laughs> is that from voice that was a voice yeah, yeah. That he put no wonder that's so crackly yeah he uploaded it and just made it into a really cool sound so he's a very he's a genius he's a very very smart guy wow that's mm. a very good one um my one this week is, I'm going to be honest, it's another kind of local gal up and rising. Um, we got on face, uh, on Instagram Live with her this week, Chloe Diana. Oh, yeah. She just had a new song out and it's actually it's really a, sick. I saw that actually in a story and I checked it out. Yeah, really yeah. Good well, there we go. Can't call us influencers, bloody hell. No, she's, she's just released a new video, music video, um, really fun little story, very Black Mirror vibes, so go check it out. But genuinely... Chloe Diana, really, really, really loving what she's doing at the minute. I actually, I, I really like that at the minute, basically, because we're talking to a lot of people that are like local and on our kind of level, that we're actually just listening to people that are on our kind of level, like the up, upcoming people that are like just grafting. Yeah. So actually, a lot of the people we're sticking on in the bus, we get, we're quite lucky we get a lot of stuff sent to us through Instagram, like to listen to. And when we're on the road, it's the most perfect thing ever. So if anybody is listening to this podcast and has music out or has stuff that's unreleased that they want us to listen to, literally, Isaac and myself literally sit and li- listen to as much stuff as we can. And Chloe has been this week's stuff. So I've got one more actually, if I <gasps> mention one. It's actually a so local cheeky. guy to tweet between both of you two, actually. Go okay. on. Fire away. You might have heard of him before. Please stop. So, no, well, carry on. Do, do, you know, do you know what I'm going to say? <laughs> no, I don't. Oh, man. So, he's got a song out at the moment. I can't remember what it's called, but the guy's called Lewis Canner. Oh. And he's got a song out at the moment. What's the song called? You Make Me Feel. <laughs> um, What's the vibe? Acoustic, chill vibes, yeah. How many uh, streams is it on, pal? <laughs> Where can we find it? Anywhere. It's <laughs> <laughs> so, not YouTube at the moment. <laughs> this Lewis kind of fella, his songs, all of his music's called MySpace, is it? Yeah. MySpace. Like Bebo, he said Bebo. Bebo, MySpace. Yeah, yeah. He's got 
He's got 20 streams yeah. so far. Google Drive. Alpha get your download. Download. Google Drive. <laughs> <laughs> only available in physical form on cassette. <laughs> it's on floppy disk. Get it now. And only recorded on the B side. The A side is currently blank. So make sure you get your voice notes down. <laughs> do you know when we Blast. started this podcast off and we were like, oh, should we just do an hour? 45 minutes is what we aim for. We've done a 45 minutes. No, we haven't. We've done longer than an hour. Plus an hour. <laughs> You don't let me finish my sentence. Right, guys, we are going to clock off now because it's getting dark and we've not eaten yet and that is bad for human life. So, Deep. Lewis, thank you so much for joining us on the podcast, mate. It's so good to have you it's finally here. pleasure, mate. I mate. can't wait till the next time. There will be a next time. 100%. And um, even if we just meet up to do a podcast, I'd very much like that. Yeah, man, I'm down. Isaac Tyler, thank you for producing a great show again and coming up with good topics. Yeah, so Everyone appreciates right. you very they much. They do what? Everyone appreciates you. <laughs> You're that guy, aren't you? you I'm big sure. one. <laughs> Including <laughs> myself. Next week, you will not get a thanks. <laughs> um, if there's anybody that you guys want to hear on this podcast, maybe somebody that you know that you want to hear interviewed, if there's anything that you want us to talk about on this podcast, um, we're also opening up our DMs so that people can send in maybe a voice note or maybe a topic, like type something up, anything that you want to say and talk about or... Um, just share with us anything that you're thinking of that we can use as a topic please do let us know at the end of the day we are making this podcast for you so if you want us to focus on something in particular then please do I, I can hear somebody breathing very loudly I think it's you Isaac it's definitely not me um, what, we don't have a topic for next week as of yet as of iPad. yet no we don't we have a few topics written down but we haven't chosen one but so I think if we say kind of like keep an eye out on socials and stuff we'll be putting that out oh then... something else that is what you're about to say because I can see it in your eyes we have the mailing list set up so basically tmatmadeontheroad.co.uk is that what you are going to say yes perfect <laughs> tmatmade I, the only reason I panicked is because you told me to say that and I hadn't yet said it <laughs> tmatmadeontheroad.co.uk Isaac will be on the other side of that email so um He's going to be just giving you guys an update. If you've maybe found this podcast through that email, thank you so much for following through with that. If you want to reply and just literally say anything, even if it's just like, you guys need to drink less beer when you're on the podcast, just let us know. It, if you have an idea for a topic, also do that. Um, but just just keep in touch, I guys. I guess as well, if you want to be part of the main list and you're not already, get in contact with either George or Made on the Road, we can put you on the mailing list. Just email us at yeah. team at made on the road at yeah, code UK. Isaac will be the other side of it and it will be great to hear from you. So if you if you want to be involved, you want to hear the funny updates and see some funny pictures through on your mailing list every day to brighten up your work day, please do let us know. Um, guys, thank you so much for joining me this Pleasure, week. Mate. Mate, it's been the best. <laughs> <laughs> uh, thank you for listening. Look after each other, stay safe and remember... Never stop creating. Hey. Hey.